Coming to you live from Stewart, Florida, the greatest little town in the world, it's the award-winning, critically acclaimed Get Up and Go Show on AM 1450 WSTU. You're invited to call the show anytime at 772-220-9788. And now, broadcasting live from the palatial studios, here are your hosts, Evan and Bonnie. Oh, thank you very much, Mr. Announcer. It is Tuesday morning, April the 27th, 2021, without a doubt. You seem happy this morning. Oh, yeah, I'm in a pretty good mood. You sound different in person. Well, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. I sound the same, whether I'm in person or on the phone. You call this Big Market Radio? Oh, yeah, we're Big Market Radio. That's why they call this the biggest little radio show on the face of the planet. 6.07 this morning. It's now 6.07 a.m. Thank you very much, Mr. Clock. I appreciate you certifying that this morning. Mm-hmm, I know that's right. That's right. You better believe it. Good morning, Miss Bonnie, and how are yours this morning? Good morning, Evan. I'm fine. I got a question, and I might have asked this question before. All right. The lady saying, you call that big market radio? Oh, you mean this lady right here? You call this big market radio? Yes. Am I mistaken? It sounds a little bit like Megan McRoberts from WPT. TV, our no, affiliate. that is not her. I can tell you that with a fact. Okay, because she said something else before, uh, mm-hmm. an excerpt that you uh, received from her the last time she was with us, judging the uh, five below contest. Oh, yeah. Uh, she said she says something on one of our liners. Oh, but, geez. I'll have to do a search. I've got like oh, 139 okay. of them. But I also thought that that was her. It just sounds oh. a little bit like her, too, saying that. Okay. I don't know what uh, what the other one was. If uh, do you remember by any chance? Um, now see now you got me going. Yeah. I'm gonna have to search every single <laughs> one of these all flipping morning oh. because you brought that up because I'm so OCD. Yeah, we should. Well, we should concentrate on the show for a while first. It'll come yeah. to me. I know I've heard her say uh, something about we're having fun or I don't know. You guys, something about you have it going on or. You all have it going on, oh, something geez. like that. <laughs> See, now you got me going. Know, that, that's going to bug me all morning long. It's going to bust me up, too. Yeah. I, you know, just thinking about And then it's going to dawn on me in the middle of the night. Like oh, I found it. Here do. it is. Listen. Okay. You guys are living the good life. That's it. That is, they that's the one. Sounds similar, right? Right here. I'll play it. You guys are living the good life. And here's the other one. You call this big market radio? There you go. A little bit similar. So, yeah. Yeah, I thought that uh, the big market radio one was, was her, too. It's funny. It was on the same page. Well, you know, it, could, it could be her. We don't know what kind of voice work she has done in the past. Or, yeah, that's true. And, you know, some of our voice work, too. We don't know what comes sneaking up upon us or mm-hmm. what radio stations could be still using our voice work. I mean, the littlest things that you say, I take snippets like things like this. Oh, my <laughs> noggin. Like things like that. or or. Boy, I was a naughty girl this morning. Just so many different things I have little snippets of. I mean, here's another one. But I like it on the hot side in the shower. I just take all those different ones. <laughs> I've got from tons of people. And I sound so serious when I, when I say that, right? Yeah. I, I like it hot in the shower. I know, right? I mean, here's another one. I'm glad it had a happy ending. <laughs> I just wonder what I could have been oh talking about that. Day. I don't know. I mean, here's the, here's one other one I have. Tell him Bonnie's coming for sure. Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> there's just so many. There's just so many of them. Now that last one you played, there's something about it that reminds me of my mom yeah. saying that. I mean, yeah, my mom had like a, a thick northern Wisconsin oh, accent, okay, okay. and sometimes mine comes out okay. uh, not nearly as thick as my relatives still have okay. it living right. up there. Okay. Now that I've been away, it's kind of uh, 
fizzled a little bit, but you can still, even when I'm doing massage on a massage table, a mm-hmm. client will ask, where are you from? You're from uh, Michigan. You're from northern Michigan. See, or I don't notice an you? accent, though, when you're talking. I just think you just have this Florida normal, normal voice. You oh, sound okay. normal. To oh, me. All right. That's pretty cool. I mean Now Basio, he's got that that, oh, that damn Bostonian accent. That's distinct. Where he pox the cars in the <laughs> hobbit yards. Oh my god. I get a kick when I don't Brian, see how his wife tolerates him. Um, maybe his wife has that accent too. Um, oh we, that, that I couldn't tolerate both of them in one room together. We have to find out if they're both from Boston and if they met in Boston. Yeah. And I should know, call him right maybe, now. Maybe it's kind of a, a similar accent. Do you that think would he's, be interesting. is he awake at the hour of the morning I, he'd hate me <laughs> he would hate me if i called him this early it in the morning It might be uh quite a few hours before he has to get to work yeah yet, he's probably so. he's enjoying his beauty sleep right now yeah he's snoozing like my gary he yeah. probably sleeps till seven o'clock like my gary does yeah. too what, unlike what? some of us have to get up at four o'clock in the morning that have to do come to work early in the morning oh yeah oh i was trying to remember what we were going to bother gary about yesterday i think it had to do with the boyfriend and now there's been a final oh, yes. de- there's been a final oh, decision yes let me let me wait a minute hold on we got to make this official here hold on all right so now that we had our conversation yesterday and i brought a little light and and you kind of had the change of heart and you were going to stand behind your man yes what is the final decision i didn't have to say a thing to stand behind my man because my man and his ex-wife decided okay the boyfriend isn't coming yay (laughs) Yes, <laughs> correct decision. Yeah. That's a great decision. Well, you know, um, the mom is truly right. She said, down in DeLand, the boyfriend doesn't stay overnight at my house. Exactly. He comes to see her on a Sunday. Uh-huh. They hang out, and then he's brought home properly. Yep. And so he's not, and, and nothing against the boyfriend because right. we I'm really sure he's like a fine, him. I'm sure he's a fine young man. Tyler, yeah. I'm sure he's, I'm <laughs> sure he's a fine young man, but just spending the night is not cool. No. Even if it's in another bedroom. No, yeah. That's just not yeah. cool. It's, so the decision is made. It's final. Good. But anyway, I hope uh, Topanga will still be with us this weekend I to enjoy it. I hope so, too. And, I hope so, and, too, because, you know, that's time for Gary yeah. and, and the kids to enjoy and not have any other detours or anything else intervening. Yeah. When you know, you, that's quality time. You're right, Evan. When you see these kids sometimes, doesn't it just kind of like bring you back to the days when you were dating and maybe you were 16 and that I didn't date at 16. Of, did you have any kind of like a puppy love going nope. on or no? I was a, I was, pardon my French, I was a dork back in the oh, day. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. I was a nerd back in the day. I just had no desire to date. Everybody actually thought that it's like, do you really even like girls at all? Or do you like guys? I'm like, well, I'm like, yeah. I'm not gay or nothing like that. Just, wow. I just choose not to date. Yeah. That's just me. Maybe, well, some people takes, it takes a matter of a longer time for some mm-hmm. people to mature. I remember my first true love. I remember her first name, her last name, where I met her. Um, and I was literally heartbroken when we broke up but to this day we're friends to this day we are friends her name's lisa that's awesome yeah we're friends can you believe that millennials are turning 40 now really yeah wow i have some of the middle-aged things they find themselves saying all right (laughs) the middle-aged things the middle-aged things (laughs) all right hit me like uh calling a 21 year old guy a kid (laughs) really yeah. I do that now. I do. I do it. Too. I, I do that up. I'll look. I'll I, anybody that's younger than me is a kid, as far as I'm concerned. If you're 60, you're a kid. You're younger than me. I'm like, hey, what's up, kid? 
Yeah, if you're um, like just maybe five or ten years younger yeah. than me too, you're a What's kid. What's up, kid? So you know? yeah, I do that. I it's, mean, you're thirty years younger than me, and I call you kid. So I it, mean, it might be weird for the forty-year-old millennial now to be. They probably stand back and uh, look at the twenty-one-year-olds and yeah, wow, I just called him a kid, yeah. thinking it's weird. What's up, kid? <laughs> uh, the the forty-year-old old millennials, if I uh-huh. can say it. Uh, they they say they just don't make them like they used to about good wood dressers. Good wood dressers. Wow, yeah. never heard that one before. I think um, that's interesting. I think because weren't the kids buying uh, the dressers and all these wooden things from IKEA? Is I that, guess is that the place. I mean, I would say that about a girlfriend or something. Well, they don't <laughs> don't make them like they used to, you know. Because back in the day, it's funny you you mentioned that because. We were uh, doing a Sweet 16 over the weekend. Yes. My business partner and I, and and we were, you know, just observing the uh, the teenage girls that were there. And I'm like, I, I said to, to Russ, I'm like, man, they just don't make them like they used to. Because the way the girls dress nowadays compared to back in the day when I was that age, it's like way different. I mean, some oh. of these girls were just like scantily clad. And I'm like, oh. how I, I'm like, wow, the mom's really let these kids out of the house dress like this mm, i'm yeah, like their yeah. dresses are so short they god help them if they bent over or something <laughs> well i, I lord guess, i guess i remember you know leaving the house too to maybe That's go disgusting. to the beach or something and you know wearing the short shorts and the yeah. halter top yeah the halter top so wait were... a minute so you wore short shorts where your booty was showing um because <laughs> those are short shorts yeah not not like I not don't, that short. Not like that, but okay. I do remember wearing shorts and, you know, okay. just a halter top once in a while. Okay. And with the no straps. Back in the day. And and now that I look back on they it. They called that a tube top back in the day. It was a tube right? top. You're right. It was just like a piece of elastic cloth <laughs> yeah. that you, you just, it just went around your, your breast area <laughs> yes. all the way around like this. Yeah. You and had... God help you if, if you jumped or something like that, <laughs> because that top was just dropping right down like a basketball going through a hoop. You're right. You had bare shoulders. Yeah. And you, but the shoulders would look so pretty mm-hmm. if you wore a little necklace or something. Yeah, and especially if you got sun also. You had a nice little suntan going on. Oh, yeah. But now that I look back at it, even if I used to dress that way when I was maybe 15, mm-hmm. 16, mm-hmm. I could see why my daddy would roll his eyes if I was when I was walking out of the house like yeah. that, knowing like, what I know now. Go put some clothes on, girl. That's yeah. probably what he would say. I, I would have said that, but I didn't have that problem with my daughter. My dad was the one that would say, why do you have that eye makeup on? Your mm-hmm. mom doesn't wear eye makeup. Why mm-hmm. do you need eye makeup? What age did you start wearing makeup? Probably about 13 really? or 14. Uh, yeah. And your parents were cool with, with that? With the eyeliner. Yeah, they weren't. My parents were pretty laid back. That's good. Yeah. That's good. That's a good thing. I mean, I was, um, you know, a dazzling girl, but mm. <laughs> I, w- I was an athletic kid, too. I don't condone these girls that are like 9, 10 years old that have gobs and gobs of makeup on already at the age of 9 or 10. That's just a little extreme. Some of it is. Like, yeah. you don't need her looking, you don't need Maria looking like she's 24 when she's 12. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's, that's what gets them in trouble, and you often wonder why. These these older guys are hitting on these young girls because they're putting all this makeup on and they're, you know, some girls, their bodies mature faster than other girls. And then they're wearing these scantily clad, you know, clothes and then they're walking, they go to the mall with their friends and they're walking down the mall and, you know, you know, 
whoever looks at them looks at them in a really creepy way and that, that's how all that crap starts. And with the social media that's out yeah. there, too, and the girls taking the um, clantily scad uh, pictures oh, yeah. and the selfies, yeah, doing the selfies the, the, of themselves yeah. and one another. Yeah. And, you know, I really can see where parents got to monitor yeah. what kind of uh, social media they're on. I would agree with you 100%. Oh, that's, yeah. it's, it's that the world is kind of uh, closing in that way and it just seems like um even even more dangerous evan than when you and i were growing up yeah back then in the day when when i was growing up in the 70s in the 60s and 70s you know we didn't have internet we didn't have anything like that everything is like you know to talk to somebody you had to pick the phone up and you had to dial like that's yeah. the kind of phones we had back in the day. Oh, yeah. They were the rotary dial phones. We didn't have touch tone. And usually you had one phone in the house. That was I it. I mean, one phone. I mean, you said you had the phone in your room right, finally. Right, exactly. When I, I lived in I Davie. I never had that. <laughs> when I lived in Davie with my parents, I begged and pleaded. I wanted my own phone line because I was always talking to my friends on the phone and tying up the phone. And my parents were like, get off the phone. You're tying up the phone line. <laughs> I'm like, all right, well, get me my own damn phone line. I'll pay for it. So I, I got my own phone line in my bedroom, and I paid for my own phone line. That's awesome. How did yeah. you pay for it from like I was an working. allowance? I was working. I had a job. Oh, at I what worked, age? I, I, wor- I started working when I was 13. That's early. I had my first yeah. job at Publix. It was the work experience at Margate Middle School. There was Publix when yeah. you were oh, yes. a child? Publix has been around forever and a day. I didn't know. See, I didn't yep. know it had been around that long. Yep. I was making $2.50 an hour. Plus tips. We were allowed to get tips back in the day. And we had to wear a white shirt with a black tie and black dress pants. And boy, did I feel like a dork. You know, 250 plus tips back in that year. That was a lot of money. That had to be good money for a child. That was in 1973. And it was was great because, you know, you take people's carts out. And, you know, they give you a quarter. They give you 50 cents. But, man, when you got that $1 tip... That was good. It was good. <laughs> yeah. So I was racking in, I don't know, I'd come home with 30, 40 bucks a day in tips. Wow. So, you know, it made for it made for a good day to work on a Saturday all day long. You were able to pay that phone bill and have a phone in your room. That's right. You learned early with a good work ethic. That's right. You shall have. Yeah, worked at Publix, uh, worked at Carvel Ice Cream. I could almost name every single place that I ever worked at, literally. I worked at, uh, um, there was a foot store in the Lakes Mall uh, that sold sneakers. Yeah. Um, I think it was called Athletes Athletes Foot. I'm not sure what it was called, but they sold like Nikes and Adidas and Ooh, man. things like that. So I worked there. Um, I said Publix, Carvel. Um, I did um, like telephone sales for a long time. I had all sorts of jobs. Well, when I was about maybe 14, yeah. I, I was above 300 people. Really? Yeah, I worked. Wow. At, I was awesome. ahead of th- uh, above so three. Cool. 300 people. So you ran 300 people at the age of 14? No, I raked a cemetery. Oh. (laughs) Wait. I'm looking for for this. There we go. That was good. Oh, my God. That was great. 
The, the ho- no, the hometown where I did grow up in, we we would rake the whole, <laughs> we'd rake the schoolyard. Well, you were definitely above people in the cemetery. That's for damn and, sure. And we did rake the cemetery. There was wasn't that creepy though. Calvary and Greenwood. How did you? How did you mentally? Sides. How did you mentally do that? Oh, it, the, the you're the, you're like raking people's graves. No, the cemetery was like really peaceful to me. Was it? Oh, okay. Yeah, it's it's out you know in a woodsy area. Okay. And it it. You know, you hear the breeze and the mm-hmm. trees, and mm-hmm. to me, it was kind of peaceful. I was going to say, like, when you told me you're like 14 and you, you got a job where you were above people, I was like, wow. I'm like, I'm like, damn, she earned respect from people at the age of 14. But then again, that was a dead issue. <laughs> nobody could talk to you. There was nobody to, to boss around, even though you were over people. <laughs> 623 right now on the Get Up and Go show on the Tuesday edition. It's time for news. Let's head over to the news desk with Bonnie with the headlines. Good morning, Bonnie. Good morning, Evan. A bill approved by the Florida Senate would bar social media companies from removing political candidates from their platforms, putting in place large fines for violators. Bill sponsor Ray Rodriguez. When the battle has been between a monopoly on one side and hardworking Americans on the other, the right side of history has always been on the side of the people, and it has never been on the side of monopolies, not in this country. Opponents argue that the measure is unconstitutional. 500 new jobs could be coming to Port St. Lucie. WPTV's Derek Lowe has the details. 500 new jobs could be coming to the city of Port St. Lucie. On Monday, city officials unanimously approved plans for a new distribution center, one calling for more than 1 million square feet. It seems like Port St. Lucie is active in always trying to get someone to come here, someone larger to bring their facilities here. But just who will fill the 110-acre space off of Midway Road and I-95 still remains a mystery, one that could continue for weeks. City officials say they hope to announce a tenant in June. To the residents at home, sharpen your pencils, get your resumes. If you're one of the 77,000 people leaving St. Lucie County, we're going to turn you around because we want you to work here. The facility will have 98 loading bays for trucks and 1,000 parking spaces for employees. I think some people will really be scared of that much traffic on Midway that's already sort of jammed up, and others will just be all about the growth. A project in the works for years, according to the city's mayor. He says this is another step in making Port St. Lucie a great place to live and work. Port St. Lucie's growing and everything's going west, so... In Port St. Lucie, I'm Derek Lowe, WPTV, News Channel 5. The first results of the 2020 U.S. Census were released Monday, and Florida is gaining a seat in the House of Representatives. Based on census figures tabulated last year, Florida saw enough growth to gain one more congressional seat. This brings Florida to a total of 28 seats in the House. The Sunshine State will have the third most representatives in the House, only trailing California and Texas. Texas will be getting two new House seats. Colorado, Montana, North Carolina, and Oregon will also each gain one additional House seat. Florida's first major police reform package in years has cleared the House. WPTV's Capitol reporter Forrest Saunders has the story. Advancement of this policy is a big win for Florida's Legislative Black Caucus. Some of the members have been pushing for these changes for years. 113 yeas, zero nays, Mr. Speaker. Sure, the bill passes. The policy was hammered out in the last few months in cooperation with the GOP majority and leadership following the death of George Floyd. 
Here are some of HB 7051's provisions. Better employment record keeping to prevent bad cops from moving from department to department. Improve use of force training for law enforcement. Limits on chokeholds. Officer intervention requirements to stop excessive force. And preventing the arrest of kids seven and younger unless they commit forcible felonies. Now, supporters call the bipartisan effort a great example of what can be accomplished when the parties work together. We know that many communities of color don't always feel that they are policed fairly. With House Bill 7051, we as a legislature can work to build that bridge. The next stop for this bill is the Senate. Members there say leadership has promised to give the policy a committee meeting to ensure it will be heard on the floor before the session wraps at the end of the week. Broad bipartisan support is again expected. One thing that isn't known is what the governor's position is on this bill, though members are hopeful he'll sign. That's the latest out here at the Capitol. I'm Forrest Saunders reporting. Lastly, it's been a challenging year at work, but believe it or not, people are still pretty satisfied with their jobs. In fact, there was slightly higher job satisfaction last year than there was in 2019. One of the biggest reasons is how lots of companies stepped up to take care of their workers. People gave very high scores to things like company health plans, the performance review process, flexible time plans, and family leave plans. Houston Rockets point guard John Wall will likely miss the remainder of the season with a right hamstring strain. Uh, General Manager Raphael Stone announced Monday. And Cavaliers forward Larry Nance Jr. broke his right thumb in Sunday's loss at Washington and likely will miss the remainder of the season. Nance's injury was one of several suffered by Cleveland players, leaving the Cavaliers shorthanded for Monday night's game against Toronto in Florida. The Cavs lost 112 to 96. News time 628. We'll have weather and traffic together next. damage in the last two years, Code Red Roofers is there to help you with all of your roofing needs. Code Red Roofers, the roofers who respond 24-7. And there are flexible payment options for metal, tile, shingle, or flat roofs. Code Red Roofers, say habla espanol. Code Red Roofers, 844-4-CODE-RED. That's 844-4-CODE-RED. Six twenty nine on the Get Up and Go Show. It's the Tuesday morning edition. It's time for traffic and weather together. All brought to you by Code Red Roofers. Bonnie. Well, on our highways right now, if you're heading northbound up on the Turnpike near the Okeechobee exit at mile marker one ninety two, there is some road construction going on, and the northbound left lane is blocked in that area. Due to construction, use caution heading up that way. Martin County, we have a good ride on this Tuesday. We're not finding any accidents, tie-ups right here for now. There's your latest look at traffic. It's 73 in Stewart and in Johnstown, Pennsylvania this morning. It's clear in 45. Here's our weather at WPTV. 
Happy Tuesday, sunshines. It is a pleasant, moonlit morning in South Florida with temperatures starting off in the low to mid-70s under partly cloudy skies. This afternoon, highs in the low 80s, mostly sunny skies and a bit breezy at times. Tomorrow, another day with seasonable temperatures, highs in the low 80s, feeling comfortable with low humidity and sunny skies. Thursday, slightly warmer with highs reaching the mid-80s and some showers possible throughout the day. By Friday, highs reach the upper 80s, some late-day isolated showers and storms possible. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. host of the Today with Denny show, where we talk about financial and healthy well-being from a common sense perspective. This is a show where we cover what's on your mind, like local, world, and entertainment news. So tune in, have fun, share your story Thursday mornings from 9 to 10 a.m. on WSTU 1450 AM radio. With any business, the most valuable asset are the people and the teams, no matter how small or large the organization. Hi, I'm Catherine Colhane, Associate Director for the Florida SBDC at Indian River State College. Let us help your organization turbocharge your team. As a certified driving forces analyst, I will help management work more effectively with your people, increase and improve communication, reduce conflict and stress, better understand strengths and weaknesses so that your people are properly aligned in their jobs. Hire the right people. Let the Florida SBDC at IRSC transform your company using a customized assessment system, knowledge, and resources. Grow and accelerate your organization by turbocharging your team. To get started, contact the Florida SBDC at IRSC. For confidential one-on-one business consulting at no cost, contact the Florida SBDC at IRSC at 336-6285. Online at irscbiz.com. So, have you heard this one? A priest and a rabbi come into this radio station. (laughs) Really, it's a priest and a rabbi. Right here, Friday mornings beginning at 9. Here on WSTU AM 1450. Bring your questions and join their lively conversation with Father Christian from St. Mary's Episcopal Church and Rabbi Matt Durbin from the Temple Beit Hayim. It's a priest and a rabbi. Friday mornings at 9 here on WSTU. If you have a suggestion for the show, we would love to hear from you. Send us an email to WSTUMorningShow at gmail.com. Now let's get back to the Get Up and Go Show. Here's Evan and Bonnie. 6.33 on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for viral videos. So, Bonnie, there's a guy on YouTube who made his voice go so deep by inhaling sulfur hexafluoride sulfur hexafluoride which is basically known as the deep voice gas are you supposed to be inhaling any of this i don't know but you know how people inhale helium and it makes their voice go high yeah well this makes your voice go deep it goes low 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 and then he actually upped the stakes by inhaling something called perfluor hold on i gotta pronounce this right perfluorobutane Perfluorobutane, which made him sound like Satan. Oh, I don't know if I want to hear this. By the way, um, 
don't ever do this. Don't try this at home. But it's pretty good. Listen. This is sulfur hexafluoride, otherwise sometimes known as the deep voice gas. But what happens if I break in a gas that's even denser? This is phosphoric butane. If sulfur hexafluoride is the deep voice gas, this is the deeper voice gas. Now you know what that you know what that sounds like. I'm going to be honest with you. Okay. Okay. Think about back in the old day, and when we used to use reel-to-reel tapes to record things in the production studio, mm-hmm. and they had the pitch control, oh, and right. you would slow the speed way down. You're right. Yeah. That's yeah. what that sounded like. Absolutely. Right. Yep. That does. It takes me back to that. Takes us back to those days. Sounds like Darth Vader at the beginning. Like a little bit, he yes. could be the voice of Darth Vader. A little bit. But then it goes absolutely weird and warbly and it's like it's weird to think that um gases yeah. can do that. Well look at and, what um um helium does to you. It it makes your voice sound high. Yeah. Um it makes you sound like uh Bobby, the the guy that Howie Mandel place i know i've I've, little bobby i've always wondered what it was like to do that helium thing and uh, make your voice sound different like can you actually i mean i've never done it so okay so here's what we're gonna do i'm gonna if i remember i'm gonna go to the store later today on my way home from the stadium i'm gonna buy a helium balloon yeah i'll bring it in okay and then you can it won't hurt you i promise yeah I, i promise you you can inhale a little helium, and then you can talk on the radio. You will laugh so hard at yourself. Oh, man. You will not believe. It's it's hilarious. Why does it make you feel a little bit high, No, too? no. It does not do that. Oh, okay. It does, it does not make you lightheaded. Uh-huh. I promise you. It does not. I, I won't make you do anything that's going to hurt you. That much, I promise. So, like, as I'm speaking, will I be able to hear my voice going oh, yeah. higher and higher oh, yeah. and you'll, you'll, you'll hear your voice. <laughs> okay. Your voice is going to sound like um like Bobby. Like Bobby that <laughs> Howie Mandel does. Yeah. You'll have the Bobby voice. Oh, my. And once you do it once, you're like, oh, I want to do that again. <laughs> oh, that Because it's fun. so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> Give you a little cartoon so if voice I re- going. So if I remember, I'll, I'll, I'll grab a, uh, a helium balloon on the way Maybe in. Maybe I'll have to have a helium balloons at home when I get my little home studio going. Oh, my gosh. So that's hilarious. Have little high-pitched sound effects in, in the commercials. Right? I don't know. Or, or when Jaden's <laughs> over for the weekend, you run in the bedroom and suck in some helium and come out and say, Jaden. And he'll be like, huh? What happened to your voice? Oh. Oh, that would freak him out. That would be hilarious. That would be hilarious. Or Topanga, as a matter of fact. Uh, yeah, that that moment you got to have video going. Yeah, to, you got to get. Yeah, you have to have Gary video to taping. see the looks. <laughs> Jaden's face would be priceless. I yeah. guarantee you. Oh, we we do actually. We have a video of uh, Jaden. Actually, we have that classic Facebook photo, mm-hmm. which happened earlier last year when mm-hmm. Zoom was coming along and the yeah. kids. We have Jaden at the kitchen table on his computer, uh-huh. and his hands are kind of going up, and his expression is with excitement and oh, surprise. Wow. Uh-huh. And the caption is, that moment that you first see your teacher on Zoom video. Oh, yes, 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 <laughs> definitely so. We caught it. And yes. It, yeah, very cool. I have another clip that's making the rounds. It's a guy that's beatboxing what emojis would sound like. Now, he does a ghost, a oh. clown, a gorilla, Ping pong, airplane, and a bomb. The guy's really, really good. Let's listen. (laughs) 
a gorilla. That was good. So, like, what other things were in there? A ghost? You there was, said, uh, let me see. Uh, the emojis were oh. a clown, a gorilla, yeah. a ping pong. I didn't catch the ping pong. Mm-hmm. Um, airplane and a bomb. But the only one that I recognized was the gorilla. <laughs> That's the only one that I recognized, too. But that was it. Whatever he was doing, he had the beat. And he's just like a 14 year old kid yeah. hanging out, having fun. He, has, he was actually pretty good. He's enjoying life. He's the kind of kid you would picture to get, like, maybe on the school intercom and make the announcements. Right. I, could definitely, uh, I could definitely see that, uh, Is, see him doing that. That entertaining side. Yeah. Did you know, Bonnie, that we throw away 92% of instructions without? ever using them have you ever bought anything at the store that needs to be put together and you 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 don't even use the instructions oh yeah and you just look at a picture yeah and you you look at the picture and it's like well it's supposed to look like this so <laughs> i think this screw goes here and that bolt goes over there and let me get a screwdriver and tighten it up and then just pray to God that it all comes together Yeah, nicely. and then you're messing up that whole project and right? you just kind of like want to destroy it. <laughs> I'm one of those people. I'll like buy a piece of furniture uh-huh. and I'll look at the instructions and I'll just throw them over my shoulder oh, because man. they're too damn flipping complicated. They really are. Yeah. And yeah, but it's like sometimes you need the instructions and uh-huh. then, oh, a, a good thing now is you can go to YouTube also and, you know, oh, you yeah. can many, most times you can like just watch a video mm-hmm. what did i just try i learned something the other day oh yeah um i used youtube to mm-hmm. make my uh, chicken fried rice and the ninja foodie oh so i went to watch a video of a guy who was actually making did it did you do it and i did it uh-huh. ap- after watching How his video out? it turned out fine yeah. maybe a little bit uh dry for my liking okay. but i'm gonna try to do better next time a little more uh um a uh, little more water, possibly, and don't cook so long. Well, a, a girl at work told me the idea of making refried rice, too, is um, to make your rice, have mm-hmm. your white rice in the refrigerator cold for mm-hmm. even two or three days. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. Don't good. even, like, she said, don't even make the rice the same day that you cook it. Oh, okay. Wait a day or two. All right. Sounds good. We have a phone call. Good morning. You're on the air. It's the kid from across the water, old man. Hi, old man. Look who's calling an old man an old man. What's up there, kid? How are you? <laughs> very well, very well. And uh, I see Bonnie's on form today. We were talking about accents, and then uh, she went to pieces with not just the accent, but the actual words. <laughs> Clantily scad, I believe, was the expression. Oh, cantily scad? Cantily scad. Yeah, cantily scad. <laughs> That's like Brilliant. saying begs and aching. <laughs> <laughs> I was yeah, dyslexic yeah. with it. Uh, I just thought, you know, we, we touched on a few things, and you said about um, uh, yeah, having a phone line. Well, back in the day, um, yeah, CB radio was um, was our form. Yes, of I had a CB. I had one of those in my uh, in my car. In fact, all my a lot of my cars back in the day, I had CB radios, and my handle was. <clears throat> Excuse me. My handle was called the Red Devil, and my call letters were K A K L thirty six thirty six. And you always had to sign off with the call letters. Oh wow! Why did you call yourself the Red Devil? Because I drove all red cars. Did you go Breaker Nine? Breaker Nine. Breaker One Nine. Breaker red one Devil. Nine. Red Devil. Uh, red Devil looking for a smoky report. 
and what that meant was I was looking to find out where the cops were. Oh, and so did another, uh, like a truck driver, get on and oh, yeah. say Breaker One Nine. Oh, and yeah. He's right over here, Evan, or yeah. right over here, Red Devil. They had some slang terminology for girls on there, also. Oh, oh yeah. Some nasty, or uh, I just don't want to say anything. Oh. Can't say it on the air. <laughs> well, that Can't was like it. I'm the sure not- Mark knows what I'm talking about. I certainly do. Yes. Well, we imported, obviously, CB radio mm-hmm. from the United States. I mean, we, we was all illegal to start with. Yeah. Until uh, 1981, they made it legal in this country. But by then, I'd moved on slightly. But, yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. And like yourself, uh, another subject to talk about, starting work. I started work at um, 13 as well. My first ever job was delivering newspapers mm-hmm. for a very paltry sum. And... Uh, it being just a few years behind you, yeah. Did you? Do- anyway, I just thought I'd uh, phone in and uh, just just um, get get stuck well, in how before much, you got stuck into the show. How much did you get paid an hour in U.S. Oh. dollars to deliver newspapers? And did you deliver them on your bicycle? Yes. Ah, uh, right. The, yeah, it was either on foot or bicycle, depended how deep the snow was. Oh, you had the and, satchel uh, <laughs> over your back with the newspapers. Sorry? You had the satchel over your back holding the newspapers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The big canvas bag it was. Okay. Uh-huh. And it was all of the usual daily newspapers. But we wasn't paid hourly. We was paid weekly. And it was a few pounds a week. So I suppose back then, uh, three or four dollars a week, that's all it was. Oh, my. And the rounds used to take me probably... Half an hour, that was all. It wasn't much. But, you know, when you're 13 years old and, um, uh, you know, it, it, it was just great to be earning your own money because, um, I'm, unfortunately, I come from a one-parent family of five children, mm-hmm. so pocket money was a little bit tight. So once I was 13, it was great to earn my own money, albeit a very small amount. Then I moved into um, Saturdays, Sundays mornings. I used to go to the local pub and I would um, load up the shelves from the previous nights. And then um, I'd become a butcher's boy uh, for the year before I left school, and I would do that after school and Saturdays. Oh, wow. I would help the local butcher. Uh-huh. And then uh, the rest is history. I left school, did an apprenticeship, and I've been an engineer all my life. And now you're married with a bunch of beautiful young ladies yeah. for daughters yeah. and so beautiful wife? telling me. <laughs> Everyone keeps reminding me I'm married, Jeez. and everyone keeps telling me my daughters are beautiful. They are. But, um, you have a, you have a gorgeous family. Uh, well, I'm biased. Obviously, I'm their dad, so of course they are. <laughs> <laughs> You're but, responsible uh, for the I offspring. The compliment from yeah, but from your side but did you well. have the situation when your daughters were younger, when they were like 15 and 16? How were you back then? With the whole boyfriend thing when they were 15 um, and 16. I, I, I'm, I'm quite laid back with it. I mean, they're both, I mean, Emily's 25, Charlotte's 21. They both got long-term boyfriends and they're both very happy. But yeah, they didn't have a lot of boyfriends younger. They mm-hmm. had lots of, you know, friends who were boys, but um, they never sort of dated per se at the age of 15 and 16. They were more likely just to hang around with their their friends, you know. Uh, I think also uh, they, they wanted to grow up incredibly fast. Mm-hmm. So they, they wanted to experiment in a lot of other areas. Yeah. And the boys were just a matter of fact that come along as a consequence of that. Yeah. Has uh, all the hoopla uh, kind of um, settled down? I don't want to say died down, 
But as all the uh, hoopla kind of settled down over there in England with, uh, you know, the passing uh, that uh, uh, from the royal family and everything, everything's back um, to normal? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not my news anymore. Uh, if anything, it's respect for the Queen now. Yeah. Obviously, the, it, queen, the Queen is a time of mourning and right. her family, it's a time of mourning. And I think the press, quite rightly, are letting them mourn and grieve in peace, and that's the way it should be, it, and I'm happy with that. It was nice that Prince Harry stuck around for a few days longer to uh, well, hang out with the Queen and the birthday. Around, he he did stick he, around for his grandmother's birthday, though, he, did he? He did. And he, I think that, he, I that, think he did. What, that, yeah, that is what upset the British public was, uh, off you go, go on, go running. You know, and, no, I thought uh, he. No, Mark, I thought he did stay for his his grandma's birthday. No, I think he left the day before, didn't he? No, I'm pretty sure it, it he made did. news that he was hanging around. He wasn't going back to California for. He was going to uh, lengthen his stay to be there for the birthday. Well, I didn't believe he was, but I stand corrected on that. I, I'll have to Google that one. <laughs> I'll, I'll have to me. Google it, too. Yes. on the hop. That's no good. <laughs> we'll have to Google. But we'll it, all have to Google But anyway, one. it was nice seeing, uh, you know, he wa- him walking, too, with Kate and uh, with uh, Prince William. And you, it was kind of, like, nice to see the boys together. Uh, it's you know, nice to see them together, but, you know, uh, no one knows but them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Their true feelings, obviously. Are the, uh, are the businesses open over in England? Is everything getting back um, to... The businesses to... are open. Um, I've, uh, me and my good lady wife, we've been out a few times for lunch nice. at our favourite pubs in Kent, in the county of Kent. Very and, nice. uh, but you have to sit outside. You're still not allowed to sit inside okay. to dine. But um, yeah, we're allowed to sit outside. Um, all of the shops are open. Good. And May, May the 17th, I think, is the next one when um, everything else is pretty much open. And then the 21st of June, allegedly, is when Britain goes back to absolutely no restrictions whatsoever. But we'll, we'll see Yeah, Lord. and hopefully you can be sitting outside, too, without your mask. Yeah. I mean, Lord knows, if the day comes where people tell me I have to wear a mask outside, I'm truly going to... I don't know. Well, no one really wears masks outside in in this country anyway. It's only when you're inside shops, right. et cetera, right. that right. you right. have to wear them. So if you're in a pub garden having lunch and then you need to use the bathroom, then your mask goes on for that 30-second gotcha. gotcha. walk and uh, the walk back. So it, it's not the end of the world, and it's not that painful to do at the moment. Very good. That's our good friend Mark Hales calling in all the way from across the pond, giving us an update. Mark, it's always a pleasure. You know, you're always welcome to call the show anytime. Yeah, and it's always a pleasure for you to have me on, I'm sure. <laughs> it is. It's our pleasure. <laughs> it's nice. It's our pleasure, Mark. You <laughs> and, take care. Best, best wishes all to right. the listeners. Take care. Bye-bye now. Yeah. 6.48 right now on the Get Up and Go Show. It's time for news, all brought to you by our good friends at St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. For the best deals in town on any type of precious metals, it's always a St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Here's Bonnie with the headlines this morning. Good morning, Bonnie. Good morning, Evan. Florida's first major police reform package in years has cleared the House. WPTV's Capitol reporter Forrest Saunders has the story. Advancement of this policy is a big win for Florida's legislative black caucus. Some of the members have been pushing for these changes for years. 113 yeas, zero nays, Mr. Speaker. Sure, the bill passes. The policy was hammered out in the last few months in cooperation with the GOP majority and leadership following the death of George Floyd. 
Here are some of HB 7051's provisions. Better employment record keeping to prevent bad cops from moving from department to department. Improve use of force training for law enforcement. Limits on chokeholds. Officer intervention requirements to stop excessive force. And preventing the arrest of kids seven and younger unless they commit forcible felonies. Now, supporters call the bipartisan effort a great example of what can be accomplished when the parties work together. We know that many communities of color don't always feel that they are policed fairly. With House Bill 7051, we as a legislature can work to build that bridge. The next stop for this bill is the Senate. Members there say leadership has promised to give the policy a committee meeting to ensure it will be heard on the floor before the session wraps at the end of the week. Broad bipartisan support is again expected. One thing that isn't known is what the governor's position is on this bill, though members are hopeful he'll sign. That's the latest out here at the Capitol. I'm Forrest Saunders reporting. The Port St. Lucie Police Department showed off one of its new drones Monday to help keep the public safe and serve the community. WPTV's John Shaman has more. Officer Matt Reynolds prepares for flight Monday, but he won't be leaving the ground. His new drone will. This state-of-the-art high flyer is the latest addition to the Port St. Lucie Police Department. We deploy them all the time for missing persons. We deploy them, uh, you know, Alzheimer's patients, kids, whoever's getting out. Um, we deploy them to follow and track with our canine teams as uh, if there's a, an in-progress crime. Officer Reynolds says there are restrictions on how, where, and when the drones can be deployed, but they can be used in conjunction with a police helicopter when minutes count. By the time we establish that we need the air unit and then he gets down here, it could be 30, 35 minutes. By that time, I could be done with one battery. The quality of the video captured is also far superior to the older drones, which often lack definition. Better video can lead to better outcomes if engaging a suspect. You could almost see that maybe they have a weapon in their hand or they have um, a baseball bat or a fishing pole or whatever it may be. Drones, not the only new technology coming to the Port St. Lucie Police Department. Also on the agenda, body cameras. It's, it's time. Time to, time to move forward, time, time to embrace the technology. Police Chief John Baldock is planning to outfit all 261 sworn officers by October 1st with a trial period this summer. It's become the new standard in, in law enforcement. It, it's become something that the public expects. It's become a measuring stick for transparency. The department requesting an initial $780,000 investment from the city so it can add technology worn on the ground with the new high-tech measures in the air. In Port St. Lucie, John Shane, the WPTV, News Channel 5. University of California, San Francisco officials say a man in his 30s is recuperating after developing a rare blood clot in his leg within two weeks of receiving the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. As of Friday, the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention had reported the condition in 15 people, all women, after 8 million doses were administered, administered nationally. Three of the women previously identified died and seven remain hospitalized. Each of the Treasure Coast three counties ranks among the top six in in the state for COVID-19 infections stemming from one of two California variants. A report from the Florida Department of Health data through April 14 shows St. Lucie County had reported 21 cases of B.1.429, a strain the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention identified in California in February, along with B.1.427 and classified as a variant of concern in March. Only three counties, each with a population of more than 
quadruple of St. Lucie had reported more infections. Broward with 28, Miami-Dade 27, Hillsborough 22. In fifth place was Lee County with 14. Martin, Indian River, Orange, and Palm Beach tied sixth with 10 cases each of B.1.429. Well, lastly, a Stewart woman won half a million dollars from a $5 scratch-off ticket bought at a convenience store in Palm Beach County. Florida Lottery announced the Pay Me scratch-off game win Monday night. Yadira Ruiz, age 29, claimed the prize from a ticket bought at CNK Food Mark in Lake Worth. Check up the Major League Baseball scores. The Kansas City Royals 3-2 over Detroit. New York Yankees yesterday lost to Baltimore. Chicago lost to Atlanta 8-7. Oakland Athletics beating Tampa Bay Rays 2-1. The Phillies win. Also winning was Houston. So do the Cincinnati Reds. The LA Angels win yesterday. News time 6:54. Weather and traffic together will be next. stepped into St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins, I figured it would just be one of my many stops on my road to the perfect engagement ring. My fiancé means the world to me, so I wanted something extra special. I found a huge selection of engagement rings at great prices, and my worry about finding the perfect engagement ring was quickly replaced with exceptional customer service. St. Lucie Jewelry's over 400 five-star reviews really told the story. I finally picked a ring, and it was perfect. She was floored. And then the tears came. Hi, this is Hawk Levy, owner of St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins. We're now celebrating 26 years. Voted best diamond dealers, best jewelry buyers, and best jeweler year after year. Come celebrate with us in opening our third location at 1335 St. Lucie West Boulevard. We invite you to take a tour of our competition, but then come see us last. right now on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for Traffic and Weather Together. Here's Bonnie with the latest on what's happening on the highways. Thank you, Evan. And on our roads right here in Stewart, things are looking clear and nice. Uh, Port St. Lucie is looking well, too. Major highways, we're not finding any traffic blockage. No road construction around to slow you down. And no major tie-ups due to accidents. Right now, there's your latest look at traffic. 73 right now in Stewart in Limerick, Ireland this morning. It's 52 and partly cloudy. And here's our weather at WPTV. Happy Tuesday, sunshines. It is a pleasant, moonlit morning in South Florida with temperatures starting off in the low to mid-70s under partly cloudy skies. This afternoon, highs in the low 80s, mostly sunny skies and a bit breezy at times. Tomorrow, another day with seasonable temperatures, highs in the low 80s, feeling comfortable with low humidity and sunny skies. Thursday, slightly warmer with highs reaching the mid-80s and some showers possible throughout the day. By Friday, highs reach the upper 80s, some late day isolated showers and storms possible. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station.
professionals at Mark Breckville Certified Public Accountants are proud to sponsor Treasure Coast Solutions, a community service program designed to provide information you can use, a local perspective on national issues, local solutions to meet your individual concerns. At our firm, we believe that information is knowledge, and with knowledge comes the power to have a positive impact on our lives, businesses, schools, and community. If you would like one of our professionals to address your personal financial or business concerns, please give us a call to set up an appointment at 220-3380. No hype, just facts. I'm Casey, and I invite you to tune in to the Casey Ingram Show at my new time, Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Hear from community leaders, learn about some of our great nonprofit organizations, get the latest updates from our elected officials, and meet the candidates. Even rock and roll legends have joined the show from time to time. I'm conservative but not divisive, bringing you the talk of the community. It is a fun and interesting hour beginning at 10 a.m. every Wednesday on WSTU AM 1450 and Facebook Live at the Casey Ingram Show. Are you looking for your dream home? I am Eileen Simons, a licensed realtor with EXP Realty. My team and I can help you find your dream home on the Treasure Coast and beyond. I bring 20-plus years' experience with the residential real estate market, helping both buyers and sellers achieve their dreams. Call or text me at 772-200-5105 or visit our website at mydreamhomeusa.com. You're listening to the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie on Martin County's Heritage Station, AM 1450 WSTU. Now let's get back to the program with Evan and Bonnie. 6.59 right now on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. One hour down, two to go. And coming up a little bit later on in the 8 o'clock hour, Major John Budenseek is going to be here from the Martin County Sheriff's Office giving us an update on all things pertaining to Martin County. So don't you dare go anywhere. We're WSTU Stewart. Martin County's Heritage Station. The news is coming up next. people need to wear masks outdoors. President Biden is expected to update the CDC's guidance on that in his remarks this afternoon. One of his top advisors, Dr. Anthony Fauci, has hinted that the update could also include new guidelines for those who are unvaccinated, too. Uh, the CDC says more than 231 million doses of the COVID-19 vaccine have been administered in the U.S., and almost 29% of Americans are fully vaccinated against the virus. Dave. Tony, the protests continue in Elizabeth City, North Carolina, under a state of emergency. I want y'all to think about 20 seconds. How 20 seconds can change anybody's life. They're angry over last week's shooting that left a black man dead and some sheriff's deputies on leave. Attorneys for the family of Andrew Brown Jr. accused deputies of executing him. They said they were only allowed to see 20 seconds of footage. Attorney Chantel Sherry Lassiter says what they did see was Brown being shot while his hands were on the wheel of his car. And he backs out, not going towards the officers at all. 
at no time in the 20 seconds that we saw where he was threatening the officers in any kind of way. The Pasquotank County Sheriff and Chief Deputy Sheriff Daniel Fogg said they've asked the court to allow them to release more. Fox's Jessica Rosenthal and calls for police reform. There's a new Fox poll showing 62% of those surveyed opposed defunding police. 77% support having to show of an ID to vote. 2020 census numbers have seven states losing seats in Congress, including New York. If only 89 more people filled out their census forms. That's all New York State needed to maintain its congressional delegation based on the outcome of the 2020 count. But thanks to a decline in population, New York will have 26 House seats instead of 27. Fox's Steve Rappaport, five states will gain one seat. Texas will get two more. America's listening to Fox News. What do you get when you talk to a Dell Technologies advisor? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You get someone who understands there's an art to listening. Uh -huh. sure. Who's able to hear more than what's being said and can provide tailored mm -hmm. small business solutions that make you feel okay. truly heard. I understand. Let's get started. For advice on everything from laptops to the cloud and solutions powered by Intel vPro platform, call an advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. It's a dangerous time in big cities like New York, L.A., Chicago, San Francisco, and more. Now, Rob Schmidt is on Newsmax TV exposing the truth in his series, Cities on Fire. Watch Rob Schmidt tonight at 10 p.m. Eastern and see his Cities on Fire special on Newsmax TV. Now on all major cable systems. Get Newsmax free on smart TVs, Roku, Pluto, Zumo, or YouTube. Or download the free Newsmax app on your phone and start watching. Newsmax is real news for real people. Well, back to that Fox poll. 22% say they do not plan to get a COVID vaccine shot. Now, one company's vaccine that's not yet approved here in the U.S., AstraZeneca's, may not be needed here. So it's 60 million doses may be sent to other countries. The administration is looking at options to share American-made AstraZeneca vaccine doses during the next few months. That's White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki. It still needs to pass a federal safety review before being sent somewhere else. That company's had issues with blood clot side effects like Johnson & Johnson and production. The European Union says it's suing AstraZeneca for falling short in deliveries of its coronavirus vaccine. EU spokesperson Stefan de Kiersmacher. The company has not been in a position to come up with a reliable strategy to ensure the timely delivery of doses. The EU had been hoping for 300 million doses by the end of June, but AstraZeneca said last month it would only supply 100 million. The drug maker says the legal action is without merit. It blames the shortfall on unprecedented challenges. In London, Simon Owen, Fox News. Republicans who want to kick Democratic Governor Gavin Newsom out of office in California have taken a step forward. Dr. Shirley Weber, California's Secretary of State, says more than 1.6 million signatures have been received, which exceeds the number needed. While counties still have time to validate the names, the next phase of the recall procedure kicks in which gives 30 business days to allow voters to request their names be taken off the petition. Unless the number dips well below the required million and a half, the process continues. Petitioners have until June 8th to decide. Governor Newsom already has a high-profile challenger in a possible recall election, transgender activist Caitlyn Jenner. That's Gerdahl Scott. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Hi, this is Denny Artachi, your host. When is the last time you did a checkup for your retirement plans? Are you getting enough income? How about minimizing taxes? And what's the plan in case you get sick? 
When is the last time you looked at your life insurance? You might be able to get better coverage with more benefits. So give me a call. 561-537-5897. That's 561-537-5897. Advisory services offered through Blackridge Asset Management, a registered investment advisor. Securities offered through Peak Bridge Brokerage Services, LLC. Blackridge Asset Management is a separate and independent entity from Peak Brokerage Services, LLC, member FINRA, SIPC. Here's a quick tip if you're ever stumped for a business you can trust. The Martin County Business Exchange has more than 70 companies you can count on for good service and fair prices. Whether it's for you, your house, or your office, get online at mcbiz.us. You'll find local businesses you can count on for quality, service, and fair prices. Visit mcbiz.us. Martin County Business Exchange. It's just good business. Unfortunately, in today's litigious society, too many Americans fail to have an effective estate plan and asset protection strategy. I'm attorney T.J. Heineman, and I've been counseling families, businesses, and executives for 20 years. I can help you preserve your wealth, safeguard your assets, and protect your family. My law firm specializes in estate planning and administration, asset protection, corporate law, and real estate. For a free copy of my family estate planning survival guide or a free consultation in my Palm City office, call me, T.J. Heineman, at 888-5667. Coming to you live from Stewart, Florida, the greatest little town in the world, it's the award-winning, critically acclaimed Get Up and Go Show on AM 1450 WSTU. You're invited to call the show anytime at 772-220-9788. And now, broadcasting live from their palatial studios, here are your hosts, Evan and Bonnie. Oh, thank you very much, Madam Announcer. It's the Tuesday edition of the program, April the 27th, 2021. Remember, the show is free. That's right. It's free. We don't charge a damn penny to watch the show or listen to the show. We've got a show to do. That's right. We have a show to do. What's happening today? Well, I could tell you what's happening today in a few moments, but first we'll let you know that it is 7.07 on the Get Up and Go Show. Mr. Clock, would you certify that, please? It's now... 7.07 a.m. That's right, 7.07 a.m., and Bonnie is here with me. Good morning, Miss Bonnie. How are yours? Well, you know what? My apology to Mark across the pond oh. in England. I'm, you know, I Googled, okay. I did a Google search, too, and just uh-huh. as Mark sent in what he found on a Google search, we right. did find that Prince Harry did indeed go back to California oh. and uh, missing out on the Queen's 95th birthday party. Okay. I guess to be with a very pregnant Meghan Markle. Yeah, so. she's ripening. Plump. So, uh, yes, Mark was correct in that matter. I think I had watched during the funeral, actually, Mm -hmm. where they mentioned that uh, Prince Harry was staying for the birthday bash and Ah. all that. But uh, things had changed. So apologies to you, Mark. And uh, thanks for proving me wrong and you being right. (laughs) <laughs> it's all right. There's no right or wrong in the matter. It's, well, it's, it's, it's the fact. just an opinion. That's all. Yeah. It's no big deal. Yeah. But, Nobody's upset. Um, so do we, um, do we know how pregnant Meghan Markle is, just out of curiosity, how plump she is currently? Well, when just I, out of curiosity. I've seen her on TV a while. Well, we saw her during the Oprah interview, and yeah. she was looking 
uh, very plump and rosy, you okay. might say. So I, I think she's uh, moving right along now in that pregnancy. Yeah, she she was she was a very pregnant looking Meghan Markle there during the Oprah interview. All right, so she's probably about watermelon size right about now, <laughs> something of that sort. Yeah, yeah. All right, that'll work. Let's double do... double watermelon yes, size for sure. Well, well, I shouldn't say double. I mean, she, we don't know if she's having twins. Who knows? Maybe triplets. Anything's <laughs> yeah. possible. Let's do some birthdays. Got to say good morning to Soul Man Alex G. Just tuned in on the internet feed. Say a top of the morning to my good friend Soul Man Alex G. All the way down in Miami, or Miami as they say, listening. Uh, uh, what did we have for birthdays this morning, Bonnie? A, a friend, my good friend Ty. Hi, Ty and Denise in Claremont listening. Oh, okay. Ty, happy birthday to you. All and right. uh, happy birthday to you to Brian Rudd. Who's okay. in the Port St. Lucie area? All righty, very good. Uh, Lizzo is 33 years old today. I know who Lizzo is. She's a musical artist. Uh, she uh, came uh, came across very strong, and then she just kind of faded out. And we haven't heard from her in a while. Lizzo's 33 years old today. William Mosley is 34. That's Prince Liam on the E Show, The Royals. Jenna Coleman, 35. That's Clara Oswald on Doctor Who. Now, Phil would know who that is because he's a diehard Doctor Who fan. Yeah, yeah, we know that Phil is. That's right. Patrick Stump, 37 years old today. That's Fall Out Boy's lead singer and guitarist. How old How old is the Fall Out Boy singer? Uh, 37. 37. Yep. So um, the biggest one name I know from that band is Pete Wentz. Oh, okay. And, yeah. Okay. Uh, John Osborne from the Brothers Osborne is 39 years old today. Travis Meeks, lead singer of Days of the New, is 42 years old today. Sally Hawkins, 45. That's the Oscar nominee for The Shape of the Water. Oh, I remember this one. I'm going to name some songs off. Tell me if you can recognize the artist, okay? Okay. Sugar Walls, You Got the Look, For Your Eyes Only. Oh, that was Sheena Easton. That's right. right? She's 62 big years today. 62 years old today. Yeah, and she got uh, she got together with Prince and collaborated mm-hmm. sometime. Yeah. And I think Sugar, Wa- Sugar Walls was actually written by Prince, yep. if I'm not mistaken. It was one of her big hits, and, and as you mentioned, it was a song that Prince wrote for her. You know, another song that Prince wrote, which was uh, like a one-hit wonder, was uh, Nothing Compares to You mm-hmm. by... Uh, no, no, I'm Who not remembering it? the name. Come on. She, she was bald. She was from Ireland. Sinead O'Connor? Sinead O'Connor. There yeah. you go. As soon as she said bald, I knew you were talking about. And, I, you know, I was gonna getting her confused with Charday. Ah. I was almost going to say Charday, yes. but uh, a different singer yes. there. Kevin and McNally. Remember, remember when we used to... The uh, Charday used to come along in the music log, and you would read the name, and you wanted to say Sadie. Sadie. Or Sadie, Sadie yeah, or, Sade yeah. or Sadie, yeah. <laughs> because the way it was spelled. Yeah, that was you, weird the way she pronounced it, you Chardet. You didn't know she had that sh- Chardet in yep, there. Yep. yep. Kevin McNally is 65 years old today. That's Mr. Gibbs in Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Oh, you know, I was just looking at videos of this guy last night. Ace Frehley, the Kiss guitar legend, rock and roll Hall of Famer who was inducted in 2014. Um, he's 70 years old. Yeah. And it's so hard to believe. 70 years old. I have never seen a Kiss concert before. Now, Ace was the Ace was the cat. 
or was or was Peter Peter Chris? Peter Chris was the Peter cat. Chris was the cat. Ace, and Peter Chris played the drums. Right. Ace Freely played some. He uh, played the guitar. Backup guitar. He played I believe. Lead, guitar, lead guitar. Lead guitar, I think, yep. actually was mm-hmm. by with Paul Stanley. Actually right. played the lead guitar. Paul Stanley had the star in the eye. Ace Freely had the two silver. Yeah. Things in his eyes. And the guys right now, if you see them without makeup, that's wild, right? Yeah. It's like we grew up seeing them in their makeup and knowing Kiss, and then the guys later take off the makeup. I know. And you're like, wow. And uh, Oh, it was Gene Simmons that yeah. had a pretty good reality show a while yeah. back. Him of, and his uh, wife, Shannon Tweed. Yeah. And uh, their kids. Up there I used in to the watch that show. Manhattan or Manhattan or New York City area. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Everybody knew Gene Simmons because as soon as he stuck his tongue out, you know it was him. He had that tongue that was like nine inches long. Wow. He could touch his eyebrows with that thing. Yeah. I wonder if the guys are still jamming like in their 70s. If you they, know, I, I, would, I would hope so. If I they mean, still get together and jam. We need a final tour. We need KISS 2021. With all the crap that's gone on last year in 2020, wow. we need we need a KISS tour for now, 2021. When I first moved to town, or like the first few years, I moved to town once in a while, maybe around Halloween, you'd always see a group as KISS. Mm-hmm. That's KISS tribute band. They're very popular and here in town. I have not seen them in a really, really long time. They're good. I've not seen or heard of them in a while, They're though. very good. Where did they go? Uh, they're... Well, COVID shut everything down, so that's where they are. Yeah, but even before when I was still going out to Mm -hmm. some of the pubs and some of the music venues, for a while it just seemed like that fizzled for a little bit. All of a sudden uh, I don't see Kiss. If you Google Kiss tribute band Port St. Lucie, you will locate them. I remember where I did see them, and the last time I did was probably way back in, it might have been... Good gosh, going back to 2007 or something, 2008 maybe. Mm-hmm. They were they were playing at Charlie's Pub, oh, I don't Charlie's Bar over in Port St. Lucie one night. I definitely night. don't remember that one. And that might have been a Halloween thing too, if if I'm remembering right. Okay. Yeah. Kate Pearson, 73 years old today. That's the B52 singer, Love Shack, Rome, and Rock Lobster. 52, she is. 73. 73. Okay. 73. 73 years old today. Oh, I, yeah, because I thought the B-52s were older than me. Yes. Okay. Um, Cy Robertson from Duck Dynasty is 73 years old today. Radio legend in the heavens, uh, Casey Kasem, passed away in 2014. Seven year, eight, eight years ago. Wow. Eight years ago he passed away. He died at the age of, let me see here, 68 69, 70, 72 years old Casey today. Kasem, he's like a favorite of mine. I think he's has the best voice and one of the best broadcasters mm-hmm. really of all time. I agree. He was the voice of Shaggy on Scooby-Doo and Robin the Boy Wonder on Super Friends. Yeah, and the way he did the um, long-distance dedication. Yes. Oh. I love that long-distance dedication. I did, did too. The only thing he did not like talking about were dead dogs on his countdown. Show. I remember that. So he had yeah. a, like a breakdown over it. Yep. Did not like that. The, the, the Casey Kasem meltdown. Yep. yep. Coretta Scott King uh, passed away in 2006 celebrating a birthday in the heavens. That's Martin Luther King Jr.'s widow. Cuba Gooding Sr. passed away in 2017. That's a soul brother from the main ingredient. Judy Carn. Oh, he was in the main ingredient. Yes. Was he? Yep. Everybody plays the fool. Uh, I didn't know. So that's Cuba Gooding's dad was yes. in the main ingredient? Yes. I did mm-hmm. not know that. Yep. That's cool. Judy Carn 
Passed away in 2015. She was the Sakatumi girl on Rowan and Martin's Laughing. She was also Burt Reynolds' first wife. Jack Klugman. Oh, what's her name? Who was Burt Reynolds' first wife? Judy Carn. Judy Carn. Judy Carn. Hmm, I don't remember that. I only remember Burt being with like Sally Fields. Right. And then Lonnie Anderson. Uh-huh. I'm not sure he ever married Sally Field, though. No, um, I don't think so. But Judy Carn was his first wife. Yeah, I, I got to look her up. I, I, I just never heard of her. Mm-hmm. And uh, lastly, Jack Klugman passed away in 2012. Oscar of, uh, he got an Oscar on the original Odd Couple. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Good morning. You're on the air. Good morning. Good morning. What's up there, Sunshine? Guess what today is. Hold on. Give me a minute. Um, 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 hold on. It'll hit me in a second. Um, today is the day that you and I met eons ago at the Beeper store. Did he get it close. right? Did I get it right? You're very close. Okay. 24 years ago today, we started dating. Wow. Man, that's okay. incredible. <laughs> that's Damn. A, that's a good long Rachel, time. Rachel knows dates, like yeah. no tomorrow. Wow. Literally. Huh? Yeah. Rachel Do you knows dates. Keep like a diary? It popped up in my Facebook memories. <laughs> oh, oh, no wonder why. Okay. <laughs> Wait a minute. How would it pop up with a Facebook memory? Facebook wasn't around 24 because, years ago. Because she posted about it, like, you know, in, four in, years ago. Four years ago. Oh, okay. So it remembers. When we were at the 20-year so mark. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah, it remembers the algorithm wow. is what it did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good yeah. long time. That's a long time. God, we've been together how long? 24, 25 years? Something like no, that? No, 24 years today we've been together. We've been wow. In October, we've oh. been married 22 years. Wow. So wait a minute. So 24 years ago today, I walked in, into that fateful store called American Paging. No, with, 24 years ago today, we started dating. Oh, we started dating. Okay. Wow. So it was then it was a couple of weeks prior or a couple of months prior that uh, I walked into that pager store with the twins dressed identical in red, white, and blue and <laughs> yep. and, and all sorts of things. Oh, oh wow. boy. Jeez. <laughs> wow. It's a day I, I, I remember. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of known as the customer from you know where. Nobody wanted to deal with me. Except she for did. Rachel. Yeah. Yep. No, she Rachel said, didn't want to deal with me either. Yeah, but she she. But she you decided stepped up to. to the plate and you yeah. just told everybody. He came, he came in one day and I was the only one working, so I didn't have a choice. <laughs> did you have like a little crush on him already and no. maybe wanted no. to work with no, him? No, not at all. Oh, I thought... Not in the least bit. She didn't even know who I was. Okay. <laughs> I was just a customer that was a real pain in the arse. Was he donning that long hair at the time, Rachel? Like yep. uh, the mullet going on yeah, too? Yeah, I had the mullet coming out the back. <laughs> Oh, yeah. No, you had a rat tail. Oh, I had the rat tail, yeah. What's a rat, rat tail? What does In other that words, look like? instead of it being long, it was yeah. like it was all like ponytailed or braided up or oh, something okay. like that. But cool. it wasn't it wasn't all of his hair. It was literally just one like middle section. It looked like a tail. Yeah, it looked oh, like a tail. Wow. Yeah, it was wild. like this 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 then. It was just like So straight did you down. think that looked kinda weird or something? Were or were you attracted to it at the time? No. No, she wasn't attracted to it at all. Woo! She's being brutally honest. That's right. She is. She's very transparent. <laughs> wow. And then I asked her for a phone number. She gives me her beeper number. And then I call her, and she doesn't block her number, and I get her phone number. <laughs> oh, man. And that's how it all started. And then didn't you come over to babysit the yeah, first time? I was desperate for a babysitter, so I called her. So you babysat, and not and did you have any clue that this was going to lead on? <laughs> did you just need some extra money, so you went to go babysit? I didn't even charge it. Yeah, she didn't even charge me. So you were being she was trying to find a. I think. I think the what, what was going on, and if I'm wrong, just throw me under the bus. I but, will. 
Um, I know she will. <laughs> I, I think she was trying to like we weasel her way into to get to know me better or oh, or for yeah. whatever reason. So I, I guess you could say she used my kids as that in, uh-huh. so to speak. She figured, well, if I can't get to him, I'll get to him through his kids. He needs oh. a babysitter, so I'll babysit. And wow. Well, that first night was um, supposedly a great night. The kids were angels, <clears throat> but uh, they weren't. I was just going to ask what <laughs> yes, was. They were. It was the second night they were demons. Oh, that's oh. right. Yeah, the second night they were demons. Did that was I... New Year's Eve, right? No, it was the following weekend. The following weekend? Oh, okay. Yeah. Because I was going to ask, what was your bigger draw, Evan or the kids? It was the kids first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then me second. <laughs> the kids won her over. The, I mean, the, the, the kids liked her. Wow. You know, the kids li- they, the kids actually enjoyed her. They, they told me they straight up they liked her. Oh, that's and awesome. And then when the question, you know, when the time came um, to ask the kids if, um, you know, they would like to have Rachel after we were starting to date, um, I asked the kids if, if they would like Rachel to move in, and they were just like, oh, yeah, they were gung-ho. Oh, that's oh, yeah. great. And the yeah. rest is history. Yeah. And here we are, and we started dating. We had a fish tank in the Whoa. in the dining room area back in the day, and Haley went through the glass <laughs> coffee table one more, one night while we were out. Oh, she, she like, ran into it? No, and... she just went right right through the they top They were playing it. tag in the house, and we had yeah. a leather sofa. She ran up on it, slipped, and fell into the glass ha- yeah. coffee table. Yeah, and I got oh, a call from man. the babysitter, not Did Rachel. Did she hit but... her head or something like that? No, she, she, she was got fine. Up, she got up, brushed herself oh, off, wow. and, like, nothing happened. There was glass everywhere. Oh, brother. Yeah. Yeah. So that was it. What and a mess. The, here well, we are, twenty something but... <laughs> years later, with with Gavin, who's eighteen now, and it's it's the the kids are all grown and adults, and and time even goes faster now, doesn't it? Oh my God! Please don't even go. I there. mean, okay, it's it does. I was thinking about when I'm going to retire and start collecting Social Security. Oh, I'm like, I'll wait till gosh. I'm sixty five. I got four more, three and a half yeah. more years to go. Wow! Wow! Anyway, hey, we got to run. I got to get to news. I'll talk to you later. I love you. Have a great day, and we'll see you next time. Next time, you mean tonight? Yeah, tonight. I'll see you tonight. Let me grab the other line. All right, love you too. (laughs) Bye-bye. Quick call real quick. Hi, you're on the air. Evan. Yes. Hey, it's Denny. How are you and Bonnie doing today? Hey, Denny Artachi. We're just about ready to go into news. What's going on, buddy? How are you doing? I'm good. (laughs) A little worn out. I I performed and sang for uh, the Republican Party of South Florida. General Flynn was the guest last night. Oh, wow. Very nice. Very cool. Um, you know, Evan, uh, this Thursday I can't do the show, so either play a a rerun. Uh, I got your I got your back. I got I your back. You I'll would, I'll sir. I'll send it up to Carol. I'll edit it. I'll uh, because it's broken down into three parts. I'll edit it and I'll get it right up to Carol, and we will be good to go. Which one are you going to play? Uh, you tell me. You want me to use last this uh, past last week's show? Was that the one with the uh, uh, the guy with the Bitcoin? We could do that one, or you know, the the Sergeant Basio was a good interview too. All right, uh, let me see which one I can dig up, and um, yeah, wh- whatever you dig up, man. All uh, right, and uh, I just <laughs> or maybe uh, the one where you play guitar and sing that yeah, was a good you show. Could, you could do that. One I got. Too. I, I have a know. whole. Pl- I have a whole plethora of shows. I'll pick a. <laughs> I'll pick a good one, Denny, and I'll I'll set it up to Carol, and and we'll get it uh, taken care of for you. Well, you guys have an awesome day, okay? We sure will. And, nice hey, Denny, morning. by the way, are, are you playing anywhere this weekend coming up? Uh, yeah, where am I? I where are you I, at? I'm in Conky Joe's this Saturday. Okay. Oh, wow. All right, Conky Joe's. And where's Conky Joe's located if people want to come and see uh, you? It's in Jensen Beach. Uh, it's a restaurant on the water. It's one of the oldest, coolest 
restaurants on the water in, in Jensen Beach. That's just north of, uh, of Jensen Beach Boulevard on Indian River Drive. Indian River Drive, yeah, yes. that's correct. Excellent. Yeah. All right, make sure and go check out Denny Artachi at Conky Joe's. <laughs> and you can also listen to Denny Artachi every Thursday at 9 a.m. right here on the, pro, on, the, uh, on the biggest little radio station on the fa- face of the earth. Following the mega blockbuster Bonnie and Evan show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Denny. Listen, man. Have a great day. We'll talk to you soon. All right. See you, guys. All right. Bye-bye now. 7.25 on the Get Up and Go show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for news. Let's go to the news desk. Here's Bonnie. 500 new jobs could be coming to Port St. Lucie. WPTV's Derek Lowe has the details. 500 new jobs could be coming to the city of Port St. Lucie. On Monday, city officials unanimously approved plans for a new distribution center, one calling for more than 1 million square feet. It seems like Port St. Lucie is active in always trying to get someone to come here, someone larger to bring their facilities here. But just who will fill the 110-acre space off of Midway Road and I-95 still remains a mystery, one that could continue for weeks. City officials say they hope to announce a tenant in June. To the residents at home, sharpen your pencils, get your resumes. If you're one of the 77,000 people leaving St. Lucie County, we're going to turn you around because we want you to work here. The facility will have 98 loading bays for trucks and 1,000 parking spaces for employees. I think some people will really be scared of that much traffic on Midway that's already sort of jammed up, and others will just be all about the growth. A project in the works for years, according to the city's mayor. He says this is another step in making Port St. Lucie a great place to live and work. Port St. Lucie's growing and everything's going west, so. In Port St. Lucie, I'm Derek Lowe, WPTV, News Channel 5. Florida's first major police reform package in years has cleared the House. WPTV's Capitol reporter Forrest Saunders has the story. Advancement of this policy is a big win for Florida's Legislative Black Caucus. Some of the members have been pushing for these changes for years. 113 yeas, zero nays, Mr. Speaker. Sure, the bill passes. The policy was hammered out in the last few months in cooperation with the GOP majority and leadership following the death of George Floyd. Here are some of HB 7051's provisions. Better employment record keeping to prevent bad cops from moving from department to department. Improve use of force training for law enforcement. Limits on chokeholds. Officer intervention requirements to stop excessive force. And preventing the arrest of kids seven and younger unless they commit forcible felonies. Now, supporters call the bipartisan effort a great example of what can be accomplished when the parties work together. We know that many communities of color don't always feel that they are policed fairly. With House Bill 7051, we as a legislature can work to build that bridge. The next stop for this bill is the Senate. Members there say leadership has promised to give the policy a committee meeting to ensure it will be heard on the floor before the session wraps at the end of the week. Broad bipartisan support is again expected. One thing that isn't known is what the governor's position is on this bill, though members are hopeful he'll sign. That's the latest out here at the Capitol. I'm Forrest Saunders reporting. University of California, San Francisco officials say a man in his 30s is recuperating after developing a rare blood clot in his leg within two weeks of receiving the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. As of Friday, the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention had reported the condition in 15 people, all women, after 8 million doses were administered nationally. Three of the women previously identified died and seven remain hospitalized. Lastly, President Joe Biden 
Biden is expected to announce updated mask guidance from the CDC today during an update on the coronavirus pandemic. The guidance is anticipated to be about wearing masks outdoors and could include that fully vaccinated Americans do not need to wear face coverings when outside. However, final language about the announcement has not yet been shared. Ten NBA referees, including veteran officials typically assigned to the NBA Finals, are sidelined because of issues related to COVID-19. And in one case, an injury, a league official told ESPN, that figure represents the highest of its kind to date in a season during which 24 referees have missed at least one game because of health and safety protocols. Most of the absences have been tied to contact tracing, according to the spokesperson who added that the league expects all 10 of the referees currently sidelined to be available for the playoffs, which start in less than a month. Newstime 729 will have weather and traffic together next. This will be another El Nino year, although a weaker one. So if you incurred roof damage in the last two years, Code Red Roofers is there to help you with all of your roofing needs. Code Red Roofers, the roofers who respond 24-7. And there are flexible payment options for metal, tile, shingle, or flat roofs. Code Red Roofers, say habla espanol. Code Red Roofers, 844-4-CODE-RED. That's 844-4-CODE-RED. right now on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together, all brought to you by Code Red Roofers. Bonnie? We do see an accident. This is in Martin County. It's on the Turnpike southbound in Palm City. It's at mile marker 138 on the Turnpike. There's not any roadblock from it. Traffic is moving through. Other areas are looking fine on this Tuesday morning. There's your latest look at traffic. And it's a partly cloudy sky, 71 in Port St. Lucie in Oro Preto, Brazil this morning at 63. Here's our weather at WPTV. Happy Tuesday, sunshines. It is a pleasant, moonlit morning in South Florida with temperatures starting off in the low to mid-70s under partly cloudy skies. This afternoon, highs in the low 80s, mostly sunny skies and a bit breezy at times. Tomorrow, another day with seasonable temperatures, highs in the low 80s, feeling comfortable with low humidity and sunny skies. Thursday, slightly warmer with highs reaching the mid-80s and some showers possible throughout the day. By Friday, highs reach the upper 80s, some late-day isolated showers and storms possible. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. property insurance needs. Hi, I'm Frankie Lott. Give me a call, 468-1009. That's 468-1009. We represent the most competitive markets across the Treasure Coast and throughout the state of Florida, insuring your home, condo, auto, and boat, plus commercial. The Lott Brothers are available 24 hours a day for your convenience. Call me at Lott Insurance Services, 468-1009. 
Are you looking for your dream home? I am Eileen Simons, a licensed realtor with EXP Realty. My team and I can help you find your dream home on the Treasure Coast and beyond. I bring 20-plus years' experience with the residential real estate market, helping both buyers and sellers achieve their dreams. Call or text me at 772-200-5105 or visit our website at mydreamhomeusa.com. What is your quality of life? The Owen Insurance Group plans on improving it on our Quality of Life radio show Tuesday mornings at 10 on both WPSL and WSTU. Hi, I'm Gary Owen of the Owen Insurance Group, along with Tom Bouvier. We'll help you on the road of life and make it a better one. Don't forget the Quality of Life radio show Tuesdays at 10 on WPSL and WSTU on TuneIn and Alexa. If you have a suggestion for the show, we would love to hear from you. Send us an email to WSTUMorningShow at gmail.com. Now let's get back to the Get Up and Go Show. Here's Evan and Bonnie. <laughs> now I gotta wait three more weeks Cause you're not vaccinated yet Vaccination's all I really wanted A vaccination helps me get away A vaccination used to just be a dream A vaccination's all I really wanted A destination just to get away A vacation please that's a parody song off the Go-Go's, Vacation. And that song, Vacation, was so fun. And yes. they, they made that parody a whole lot of fun, too. Yeah, that was a good parody. I really in, uh, enjoyed that one for Shizzle, without yeah, a and doubt. And I think when they uh, wait three weeks um, not to get vaccinated, it's like I got to wait three weeks for you to get intoxicated. Exactly. And do a, a shot pep- of peppermint schnapps. A peppermint schnapps. Exactly. Yes. Let's do some stupid news. <laughs> And now it's time for Stupid News. It's so stupid and awesome. Where we ask the important questions. Are some people too stupid to live? Why are people so stupid? Are you effing stupid? Oh, yeah, I love that banjo picking. Kind of gets me in the mood. Want to do some two-stepping. Oh, right. Yes. Go out, hang up, hang out in Kentucky with yeah. our friend George. Yeah, I feel like I'm in the there in the hills of Tennessee or somewhere. I wonder if George is going to be doing that tonight. Going, I don't know. Going to go out and do the two-step. Maybe he'll call and check in with us. He'll be like John Travolta in Urban Cowboy. There man. you go. Uh, let's go to Ashland, Ohio, where on Friday morning last week, uh, cops in Ashland, Ohio, were at a high school running a drunk education event. They set up a mock crash scene in the school's parking lot where they were warning the students about all the dangers of driving drunk. And as they were doing the presentation, an actual drunk driver randomly sped through the school's parking lot. No way. 
Hey. Yes. It, oh. Right while it was going on. Oh, uh, there. Well, it was like a true measure, a true seed measure of what the kids should not be yeah. doing. The uh, police paused their presentation to stop the guy, and he failed the sobriety test, so he wasn't arrested. So the police were able to do that sobriety test right in front of the kids? Right in front of the kids, and the guy was arrested. And the kids saw the handcuffs go on Everything. Into, hands tied behind his back. And, it's called the walk of shame. And placed nicely into the back of that police car. I don't know about nicely. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about nicely. Well, I mean... Excuse me, sir. Would you please sit down on our posh box seat? Yeah, they kind of... Well, they would have to do it nicely, of course, in front of the kids. Yeah. You know, well, yeah. I mean... I don't know about nice. The guy was drunk. As, I'd kick him in the arse. Well, as long as he wasn't being aggressive yeah. or, or fighting against the policeman's grain. Yeah. Well, all I know is that he got busted for drunk driving. Right there. And then the uh, lesson continued yeah. on afterwards. Did you, did you have They those, got a bonus lesson. Did you have those kind of things in school, Evan, with the drunken driving and they would use the dummy and... Oh, yeah, the whole nine yards. would show you what happens oh, yeah. to the dummy and we had driver educate. We had driver ed- education back in the day. Yeah, we did, too. Is driver's ed... I heard driver's ed... I think where my stepdaughter is, at least, mm-hmm. there is no more no. driver's ed. No, because insurance liabilities. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. Back when I did it, we drove Chevy Chevettes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> really? the Chevy Chevette. Really? It, oh, that was. The Do you remember that to- car? Was it like the token car for driver's ed? Yeah, it was a piece of crap car. Um, you couldn't. Da- I mean, <laughs> if you damaged it, it didn't matter. And it had no flipping power steering at all. We probably had something in the line of Chevy, now that I think of it. Yeah. Might have been like a Chevy celebrity or, or some sort of thing. Yeah, Google Chevy Chevette. You'll see what it looks like. <laughs> okay. You wouldn't be caught dead in one of those things. I remember I didn't pass I didn't pass my first driving test, Evan, when mm-hmm. I was 16. Oh, boy. Due to the road conditions, I, was, I think I had to back up in parallel park or some sort of thing on ice. Mm-hmm. It was like a... a icy pavement and it, there was a little bit of snow mixed with it so mm-hmm. i kind of got stuck there and the then i tried to get out of it and i just ground the tires the wheels started mm-hmm. spinning wow. and i was pressing on the gas pedal wow. and i'll never forget my driving instructor maddie a <laughs> i'm maddie just gonna a. say maddie a maddie a <laughs> maddie a <laughs> just kind of like sitting along beside me looking at me like are you gonna stop any day now <laughs> oh my gosh you're one of those kind of people okay <laughs> i was stuck Oh boy! But I did not pass that exam. Oh boy! Gee, go figure. I wonder why. <laughs> Had to, I did. I did pass number second two. Second time though. Uh, second time was a okay, charm. Very yes. good. Uh, let's go to St. Petersburg, Florida, where an Uber driver picked up a 55-year-old woman by the name of Michelle Stillwell this past Saturday night, and Michelle attacked the Uber driver. Ooh. It's Ooh. not clear what led wow. up to the attack, but she reached up from the back seat. And started choking the Uber driver while he was driving. Now, somehow, he managed to pull over without crashing the car. And at that point, she climbed forward onto the center console. Oh, wow. And she sunk her teeth into the guy's neck. (gasps) Yes. You can't make this stuff up. She's a vampire. I guess. (gasps) Now, the driver tried to call 911 at one point. But she knocked the phone out of his hand and continued attacking him. Eventually, 
random people on the street heard him yelling, and they came by and broke it up. She yeah. also scratched him up pretty good, Man. hard enough to even draw blood. And he ended up with a big mark across his chest. Mm. According to the arrest report, she may have been drinking before it happened. She's facing two felony charges, including one for aggravated battery. Drink, drinking and who knows what the heck else she had in her system, yeah. right? Wow. Um, folks, if you ever go in an Uber, please don't attack the driver. Okay? Yeah. You would be saved for having a wild animal back there yeah. than that lady. Yeah, exactly. Meow. Jeez. Um, let's go to Texas, where a 19-year-old at a restaurant in Texas thought it would be funny to write a note on a receipt claiming he had been kidnapped. Sitting down at the table, the waitress comes up, and he's with two adults, and he writes a note. I've been kidnapped. I need help. Are the adults his real, actual parents? Yes. <gasps> what? Yes. So this kid is just trying to be funny? He thought it would be funny. Okay. So the waitress takes the note, goes to her manager. Manager calls 911. Wow. Yeah, and before I, you know it, <sighs> six police cars invade the Texas restaurant. You got to take it seriously, right? Yes. Oh, man. This kid's now facing charges after employees actually believed him and they called it in. How about that one? So, um, yeah. How about that one? I wonder. How about them apples? Boy, boy. Right? I, I don't know. Being in the shoes of this kid and, you know, wanting to play a little joke, but yeah, well, you got to kind of be careful of what kind of joke you play because. Yep. But now, how old's the kid? Nineteen, and you know sometimes when, yeah. but sometimes when you're that young, maybe you're you're not thinking ahead of how far, just how far this kind of joke could go. Well, I don't know what he was thinking, but at the age of nineteen years old, if you do not have half a brain on your shoulder um, to play a joke like that, that's like writing a note saying, "I have a bomb in my wallet." Yeah. I mean, yeah, that, you just don't kid around like that. Yeah, I suppose at 19, he should have been old enough to yeah. know better. I could see like a, I, I don't know. I, I Don't get me started. And wonder how big of a kid he was. I mean, if this was like a, I mean, maybe they wouldn't tend to believe it if it was kind of like a, a gorilla type of kid with little, little itty, itty, bitty, bitty parents. I don't know. But maybe, I, I haven't seen the kid. I wonder if his... Maybe his maturity was not 19. Maybe he looked younger. I mean, who knows? But, wow. And six police officers arrived at the scene? Uh, yeah, six cop cars. Wow. They, that had to be like a lot for them to wrinkle out that day. Yeah. Um, that's crazy. Absolutely crazy. Could you imagine being at the restaurant and this would be kind of like... Uh, dinner, dinner, and a movie. <laughs> I'd be eating my dinner, just kind of like watching this whole thing come about and unfold, and it would be like a a story while I'm eating. Yeah, exactly. Uh, let's go to uh, Sacramento, California, where a mom named Yana Sidnor recently woke up around one o'clock in the morning and thought somebody had broken into her house. She was sleeping with her two-year-old daughter and had some soothing meditation music on, kind of like that Zen music mm -hmm. we play here. Of course. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
But over the music, she heard sounds coming from another room. So the first thing she did was text one of her friends. Her friend basically said, why are you texting me? Call the police. So she locked herself in the bathroom and dialed 911. Then she whispered the whole time so whoever broke in wouldn't hear her. Police showed up minutes later, kicked the door down, expecting a burglar, but it turned out it was not an intruder. It was their robot vacuum Uh, (laughs) going around the house. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) Yana also has an older son who doesn't like chores, and he didn't want a vacuum, so he set up the Roomba, which they hadn't used in years. He was gone for the weekend, but he set a timer on it so it would go over and and vacuum yeah. the house. Yeah, yeah. So it woke up woke her up in the middle of the night and it started cleaning itself. Oh wow. And tumbled down the set of stairs. <laughs> Luckily there wasn't a burglar, but Yana had to spend several hundred dollars oh. to replace the door that the police kicked in. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, if I if I had a Roomba or, you know, if I hadn't used that Roomba in years and, you know, that device would be roaming around, I, I think there, I would think there was somebody in there too. I think I would call the police too. Pretty interesting stuff there. <laughs> That's funny. I mean, very, oh. very interesting stuff. I mean, could you imagine calling the cops and a Roomba? <laughs> on on a rumba yeah yeah it, it doesn't surprise me that it could happen though it it that really doesn't surprise me <laughs> i think that's hilarious yeah. oh my gosh that's that's just that's way too funny calling calling on a rumba wow do you and rachel have one no we don't own rumba i i i'm sorry but i run the vacuum manually yeah i, I want to get one I want to, we have, uh, we have hard marble floors right? and I think the rumba would be appropriate. You don't have any carpet in your house? No carpeting. None at all whatsoever? No, none. Wow. Not a. How do you like it? I like it. I like now, it Now what lot. about like when it gets cool out? Is cool. it. Oh, cool does, is does fine. It, does it like the floors get cold? No. No, not at all? Not to me. No, oh, they, they okay. never really feel cold to me. Okay. Uh-uh. All right. All right. I was it, just checking. It just doesn't get that cold to me in Florida, feeling in Florida. All right. Well, I come from way up north, you know, so. Yeah, I'm... that's true. I mean, <laughs> I, I wouldn't I... dare go outside in shorts and a tank top in the wintertime where you're from. I'll go outside in a shorts and a tank top when it's 40 here. I, I See, care. I'll do that too. Yeah. I don't have a problem doing that. You do it. But yeah. it's a different kind of 40 in Wisconsin it's true. than the 40 here. Yeah. The 40 in Wisconsin is deadly. It's the more, 40 here is pleasure. It's more of an icy, it's more of an icy feeling kind of difference. Yes. You feel more icier when you when you're for when sure. you're that far up north. Yeah, 747 right now. It's time for news once again. All brought to you by our good friends at St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin for the best deals in town on precious metals. Make sure and hit up Hawk Levy at St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Here's Bonnie with the headlines. Good morning, Bonnie. Good morning, Evan. A bill approved by the Florida Senate would bar social media companies from removing political candidates from their platforms, putting in place large fines for violators. Bill sponsor Ray Rodriguez. When the battle has been between a monopoly on one side and hardworking Americans on the other, the right side of history has always been on the side of the people, and it has never been on the side of the monopolies, not in this country. Opponents argue that the measure is unconstitutional. 
The Port St. Lucie Police Department showed off one of its new drones on Monday to help keep the public safe and serve the community. WPTV's John Shaman has this. Officer Matt Reynolds prepares for flight Monday, but he won't be leaving the ground. His new drone will. This state-of-the-art high flyer is the latest addition to the Port St. Lucie Police Department. We deploy them all the time for missing persons. We deploy them, uh, you know, Alzheimer's patients, kids, whoever's getting out. Um, we deploy them to follow and track with our canine teams as uh, if there's a, an in-progress crime. Officer Reynolds says there are restrictions on how, where, and when the drones can be deployed, but they can be used in conjunction with a police helicopter when minutes count. By the time we establish that we need the air unit and then he gets down here, it could be 30, 35 minutes. By that time, I could be done with one battery. The quality of the video captured is also far superior to the older drones, which often lack definition. Better video can lead to better outcomes if engaging a suspect. You could almost see that maybe they have a weapon in their hand or they have um, a baseball bat or a fishing pole or whatever it may be. Drones, not the only new technology coming to the Port St. Lucie Police Department. Also on the agenda, body cameras. It's time. Time to, time to move forward. Time, time to embrace the technology. Police Chief John Boldock is planning to outfit all 261 sworn officers by October 1st with a trial period this summer. It's become the new standard in, in law enforcement. It, it's become something that the public expects. It's become a measuring stick for transparency. The department requesting an initial $780,000 investment from the city so it can add technology worn on the ground with the new high-tech measures in the air. In Port St. Lucie, John Shaman, WPTV, News Channel 5. The first results of the 2020 U.S. Census were released Monday in Florida's gaining a seat in the House of Representatives. Based on census figures tabulated last year, Florida saw enough growth to gain one more congressional seat. This brings Florida to a total of 28 seats in the House. The Sunshine State will have the third most representatives in the House, only trailing California and Texas. President Joe Biden is expected to announce updated mask guidance from the CDC today during an update on the coronavirus pandemic. The guidance is anticipated to be about wearing masks outdoors and could include that fully vaccinated Americans do not need to wear face coverings when outside. However, final language about the announcement has not yet been shared. Lastly, a Stewart woman won a half million dollars from a $5 scratch-off ticket bought at a convenience store in Palm Beach County. Florida Lottery announced the Pay Me scratch-off game win on Monday night. Yadura Ruiz, age 29, claimed the prize from a ticket bought at C&K Food Mart in Lake Worth. Stephen Curry's record-setting month of April rolled on Sunday night against the Sacramento Kings as he hit seven three-pointers in a 117-113 Golden State Warriors victory to set a new NBA record for most threes in a calendar month with 85 and counting. The previous record was held by the Brooklyn Nets' James Harden, who hit 82 in November 2019 while a member of the Houston Rockets. Curry is averaging 38.2 points per game this month. News time, we have 751. Weather and traffic together next.
time I stepped into St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins, I figured it would just be one of my many stops on my road to the perfect engagement ring. My fiancé means the world to me, so I wanted something extra special. I found a huge selection of engagement rings at great prices, and my worry about finding the perfect engagement ring was quickly replaced with exceptional customer service. St. Lucie Jewelry's over 400 five-star reviews really told the story. I finally picked a ring, and it was perfect. She was floored, and then the tears came. Hi. This is Hawk Levy, owner of St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins. We're now celebrating 26 years. Voted best diamond dealers, best jewelry buyers, and best jeweler year after year. Come celebrate with us in opening our third location at 1335 St. Lucie West Boulevard. We invite you to take a tour of our competition, but then come see us last. right now on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Here's Bonnie with uh, what's going on on the highways. Well, on the turnpike southbound in Fort Pierce right now, we do see a hit-and-run crash. It's Fort Pierce on the turnpike, and that is southbound, and we're not seeing any tie-ups at the moment from that hit-and-run in the area. Back here in Martin County, it looks like that accident has cleared in Palm City right here on the Turnpike. And it's looking like a nice ride for Martin County at the moment. There's your latest look at traffic. Stewart, we have 74. And in Ashland, Nebraska, it's 61. Here's our weather at WPTV. Happy Tuesday, sunshines. It is a pleasant, moonlit morning in South Florida with temperatures starting off in the low to mid-70s under partly cloudy skies. This afternoon, highs in the low 80s, mostly sunny skies and a bit breezy at times. Tomorrow, another day with seasonable temperatures, highs in the low 80s, feeling comfortable with low humidity and sunny skies. Thursday, slightly warmer with highs reaching the mid-80s and some showers possible throughout the day. By Friday, highs reach the upper 80s, some late-day isolated showers and storms possible. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. Professionals at Mark Breckville Certified Public Accountants are proud to sponsor Treasure Coast Solutions, a community service program designed to provide information you can use, a local perspective on national issues, local solutions to meet your individual concerns. At our firm, we believe that information is knowledge, and with knowledge comes the power to have a positive impact on our lives, businesses, schools, and community. If you would like one of our professionals to address your personal financial or business concerns, please give us a call to set up an appointment at 220 3380. Hi, I'm Chris Hodgins with My Florida Insurance Broker, and I'm here today with my daughter, Sage. Hello. Sage, why don't you tell everybody what kind of insurance we do? Home insurance, car insurance, life insurance, and flood insurance. If you've had a rate hike or two or five, hopefully not ten, give us a call. We'd love to hear from you. Sage, what's our number? 772 617 6777. What's the name of our company again? My Florida Insurance Broker. The Slim Body Laser Spa. The wait is over. What are you waiting for?
waiting for. Call the Slim Body Laser Spa in Stewart today and start losing inches today. That's right, lose belly fat, your double chin, flabby thighs, upper arm fat. Well, you get the picture. In a short series of laser-assisted weight loss treatments, you can lose inches of unwanted fat. Call 223-5885. The Slim Body Laser Spa, the weight is over. Lose weight, feel great, and look fantastic. With a little help from Dr. Fred J. Rizacker of Slim Body Laser Spa, East Ocean Boulevard in Stewart. And they're online. Visit their website, slimbodylaser.com. In a few short treatments, you'll see results. Lose three, six, even nine inches of unwanted belly fat. The wait is over. Call today, 223-5885. That's 223-5885. The Slim Body Laser Spa, the wait is over. Hi, this is Denny Artachi, your host. When is the last time you did a checkup for your retirement plans? Are you getting enough income? How about minimizing taxes? And what's the plan in case you get sick? When is the last time you looked at your life insurance? You might be able to get better coverage with more benefits. So give me a call, 561-537-5897. That's 561-537-5897. Advisory services offered through Blackridge Asset Management, a registered investment advisor. Securities offered through Beat Ridge Brokerage Services, LLC. Blackridge Asset Management is a separate and independent entity from Peak Brokerage Services, LLC, member FINRA, SIPC. If you have a suggestion for the show, we would love to hear from you. Send us an email to WSTUMorningShow at gmail.com. Now let's get back to the Get Up and Go Show. Here's Evan and Bonnie. 7.57 on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. And uh, Bonnie, coming up in the 8 o'clock hour, Major John Budenseek is going to be here from the Martin County Sheriff's Office giving us an update on what's been happening all around uh, Martin County. Yeah, it's going to be uh, interesting to hear from Major Booting Seek and in light to of uh, what's going on with law enforcement around the nation mm-hmm. and uh, the the situation now in North Carolina with all of the protesters and the latest shooting and uh, you know the body cams in general and it's going to kind of like going to be really informative to hear his point of view you know right from the major and and what's happening right here in martin county yeah he's always got some good stuff uh for us uh without a doubt uh, definitely make sure and listen in uh he'll be coming up a little bit after eight o'clock uh this morning uh right here on our uh, radio broadcast and then of course uh we'll uh we'll have randy siegel coming up at eight thirty with the space report We'll catch up with him on uh, all things uh, pertaining to NASA and what's going on uh, way up yeah. above us. It makes me like um, glad that you didn't catch this viral video this morning, Evan. A woman shopping in North Carolina at a Target was reaching out for a can of beans on the shelf. Mm-hmm. And then she saw a snake slithering on oh, the I outside of it. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. That just was not good. Doesn't that make your Tuesday feel creepy crawlish? Uh, that just no, was not good. <laughs> Definitely not good. Uh, folks, stick and stay. Don't go away. The news is coming up next right here at WSTU Stewart. Martin County's Heritage Station. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere.
some Americans are going to get a raise. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News, and they'll get it by a presidential order. Fox's Tanya J. Powers has details live. Dave, that executive order said to be signed by President Biden today would increase the minimum wage for federal contractors to $15 an hour. The following is a paid pro- Literally hundreds of... Stay on point, Jerry. You're welcome to stay on the phone with us. How much do you I don't know. I'd, I'd rather... By January 30th of next year. The preceding was a paid for... Also automatically go up as inflation increases. Tony, the president may also today update us on masks. It's expected the CDC will modify guidance on needing to wear them outdoors, especially if you're vaccinated. And so far, about 141 million Americans have had at least one dose, though in a new Fox poll, 22% say they will not get the COVID vaccine. There have been more protests in Elizabeth City, North Carolina. My dad got executed just by trying to save his own life. You know, he was not in no, the officers was not in no harm of him at all. He and other relatives of Andrew Brown Jr. at the privately watched 20 seconds of body cam footage from last week's shooting. They want all of it made public. Now, the video does not reveal Brown's rap sheet, which Fox News has learned is over 180 pages long, dates back to 1988. Brown was a known drug dealer and had allegedly been selling to an undercover informant for over a year. Fox's Jackie Ibanez, is the president's climate envoy, John Kerry's under scrutiny over leaked recordings from Iran's foreign minister. Zarif says that former Secretary of State Kerry disclosed covert Israeli operations to Iran. It's not clear when Kerry passed this intelligence on, but in the tapes, Zarif himself says how surprised he was that Kerry would reveal such sensitive information. Fox's Benjamin Hall. Kerry denies it, tweeting, this never happened. America's listening to Fox News. What do you get when you talk to a Dell Technologies advisor? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You get someone who understands there's an art to listening. Uh-huh. Sure. Who's able to hear more than what's being said and can provide tailored mm-hmm. small business solutions that make you feel okay. truly heard. I understand. Let's get started. For advice on everything from laptops to the cloud and solutions powered by Intel vPro platform, call an advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. It's a dangerous time in big cities like New York, L.A., Chicago, San Francisco, and more. Now, Rob Schmidt is on Newsmax TV exposing the truth in his series, Cities on Fire. Watch Rob Schmidt tonight at 10 p.m. Eastern and see his Cities on Fire special on Newsmax TV. Now on all major cable systems. Get Newsmax free on smart TVs, Roku, Pluto, Zumo, or YouTube. Or download the free Newsmax app on your phone and start watching. Newsmax is real news for real people. Republicans keep calling the surge at the border a crisis, wanting Vice President Harris more directly involved. GOP Congressman Troy Nails tells Fox... He doesn't want to go down to our southern border. And it's, we need to continue to keep up the pressure. Now the White House is reiterating Harris is not in charge of trying to stop the surge, instead to focus on addressing the root causes for migrants to come here. The Biden administration plans to increase relief to the Northern Triangle countries. Strengthen our cooperation to manage migration in an effective, secure, and humane manner. Vice President Kamala Harris relayed that message to Guatemala's President Alejandro Giamate in a virtual meeting, part of her effort to address root causes of migration. I do believe also it will require political will and hard work to accomplish our goals. Another virtual meeting is planned with Mexico's president next month. Harris then plans to travel to Mexico and Guatemala in June. Jared Halpern. 
Fox News. Well, Wall Street stock futures are up slightly the day after the Dow. The Nasdaq, or rather the, just the Nasdaq and the S&P 500 hit record highs. Sports are getting back to normal. Baseball started on time. Golf's Masters was when it usually is, and so is the Kentucky Derby. The Kentucky Derby is back in its traditional time this year, the first Saturday of May, after being delayed to September by the COVID-19 pandemic last year. The 147th run for the Roses has 20 starting spots at Churchill Downs, deciding where some of the top three-year-old thoroughbreds and horse racing will make their run at the first jewel of the Triple Crown today. Among the favorites heading into the Derby, Essential Quality entering with morning line odds at 5-2, to two, with Hot Rod Charlie among the pack, along with Rock Your World and Medina Spirit. The Kentucky Derby post draw is coming up from Churchill Downs at 11 a.m. Eastern. Matt Napolitano, Fox News. In the NBA, the Phoenix Suns snapped the New York Knicks' nine-game win streak, and the San Antonio Spurs beat Washington in overtime. The Wizards had won eight games in a row. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Just imagine. Imagine finding a doctor who listens. Imagine a doctor who cares, who takes time to understand you and your lifestyle better. Imagine an entire care team dedicated to helping you live your best life. You don't have to imagine. WellMed is redefining aging with our unique approach to care designed by physicians to help you stay as healthy as possible. Learn more about our recognized model of care at discoverwellmed.com. No hype, just facts. I'm Casey, and I invite you to tune into the Casey Ingram Show at my new time, Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Hear from community leaders, learn about some of our great nonprofit organizations, get the latest updates from our elected officials, and meet the candidates. Even rock and roll legends have joined the show from time to time. I'm conservative but not divisive, bringing you the talk of the community. It is a fun and interesting hour beginning at 10 a.m. every Wednesday on WSTU AM 1450 and Facebook Live at the Casey Ingram Show. The Slim Body Laser Spa, the wait is over. What are you waiting for? Call the Slim Body Laser Spa in Stewart today and start losing inches today. That's right, lose belly fat, your double chin, flabby thighs, upper arm fat. Well, you get the picture. In a short series of laser-assisted weight loss treatments, you can lose inches of unwanted fat. Call 223-5885. The Slim Body Laser Spa, the wait is over. Wait, feel great and look fantastic with a little help from Dr. Tred J. Razakar of Slim Body Laser Spa, East Ocean Boulevard in Stewart. And they're online. Visit their website, slimbodylaser.com. In a few short treatments, you'll see results. Boost three, six, even nine inches of unwanted belly fat. The wait is over. Call today, 223-5885. That's 223-5885. The Slim Body Laser Spa, the wait is over. Coming to you live from Stewart, Florida, the greatest little town in the world. It's the award-winning, critically acclaimed Get Up and Go Show on AM 1450 WSTU. You're invited to call the show anytime at 772-220-9788. And now, broadcasting live from their palatial studios, here are your hosts, Evan and Bonnie. And a top of the morning to each and every one of you. Hour number three on April the 27th, 2021. Does someone need a hug? Yeah, I need a hug. What day of the week is it? It is a Tuesday, as I just said. Do not call me 
call me handsome if you're not going to give me some that badonkadonk. All right. Well, I won't call you handsome, but I'll give you as much badonkadonk as you want. It's 8.08. Mr. Clock, would you certify, please? It's now 8.08 a.m. Well, if you haven't figured it out by now, the music kind of speaks for itself with our next guest, Bonnie. I I could picture you playing this one actual morning and him actually walking through these doors. Right, with a big cape on. Yes. With a bat signal. All important. Walking in and the the (laughs) Batmobile parked outside. That is true. Yes. It's the Cape Crusader. No, I can't call him that. I'll get in trouble for that. Maybe a helicopter (laughs) on our roof. Yeah. Speaking of helicopters, we're going to talk about the new helicopter in a little bit with a major John Budenseek is here. From the Martin County Sheriff's Office, John, always a pleasure to have you on. Good morning, Evan. Good morning, Bonnie. How are you this morning? I'm, I'm great. You never know what's going to spew out of my mouth when I bring you onto the program. Your imagination is uh, endless. It, it just, it, it never ends. Literally, literally. How are you doing? How's the family? How's the kids, the wife, everybody, and, uh, and the extended family over at the Sheriff's Office? My immediate family is good. We're coming into the final stretch of school. Uh huh. Then we get to babysit all summer, so yeah. not looking forward to that. I'm uh, very jealous of your better half. I will say that much. Well, you know, I, somehow I was able to trick her into uh, spending the rest of her life with me. I don't know how I pulled that off. Well, I'm not talking but, about that. I'm talking about has she washed her right hand yet? Nope. She, uh, well, of course, yes, but. She's been very proud of herself for getting to shake the former president's hand. Yeah. And uh, do something that most people haven't gotten to do. I saw that picture. That was amazing. The event was amazing as well, wasn't it? It it was. It was a a good event. You know, kind of rallied the the law enforcement base. They've been getting kind of kicked down for a while. So Mm -hmm. it was a good event. Great event. Glad that uh, you and the missus could partake in that and, and everybody else that was there representing as well. Um, it was definitely a great event. And of course the surprise guest, uh, 45 was there and, um, nobody knew he just popped in and popped right out. Quick hello. Um, spoke, I guess for a little bit and then he was gone. And then your wife got to shake his hand. Really? Yes. There's a picture online. Man, I wouldn't never, I wouldn't be washing my hands after this. (laughs) Of course we're supposed to wash our hands. (laughs) Well, we're mid pandemic Bonnie. So she had no choice, but yes, I agree. Exactly. Exactly. Um, let's talk a little bit about uh, the new Marine facility that uh, the Martin County Sheriff's Office is building, if you would. Absolutely. So we're going to talk about two capital improvement projects. The first one is the uh, new Marine facility down at Sandsprit Park. Um, for the last several years, well, prior to eight years ago, our deputies, our Marine Patrol deputies just worked out of their car, which was cumbersome and really not that effective for our citizens. So if they got a call, they, if they weren't on the water already, they'd have to drive to wherever their boats were, get in and go. And then the paperwork that they did, they either did it on the boat or in their car. It was just cumbersome. So we leased a space at a, at a hugely discounted rate for the last eight years at Sailfish Marina. And they did us an enormous favor. You know, that's prime space that they let us have. But we knew eventually that, you know, they needed their space back. They can make a lot more money with their businesses in there than us. So we, we've been looking for a while. And then in the interim, the uh, the county realized the need for 
the Martin County Sheriff's Office to have its own boat slips. Mm-hmm. So last year, the county, as part of another capital improvement project, built a boat lifts, four boat lifts, right at the entrance of Manatee Pocket, strategically located, and I know you've probably been out on the water there, where our deputies could shoot straight out the inlet, they could shoot to the intercoastal, the crossroads there go south in the intercoastal, they could go up to the Indian River, they could mm-hmm. go up to the north and south fork of the St. Lucie River. They gave us prime space for emergency response, which is good for our citizens, because you know we have a robust boating community. But with that, we still did not have a uh, location to operate out of. So right now we're in the middle of the, the county has actually put the project out to bid, but we're mid-building a uh, building that will serve as our new office location right beside our boat slips there in um, Sanskrit Park. That's awesome, and it just so, sounds like the wow. perfect location for it, too. It really does. It, it is, and there's plenty of room in the park, if you can picture the park. It's about a 1,700-square-foot footprint. Our, there'll be offices in there, a training room, a briefing room, and then our marine unit also has, they're responsible for the dive unit. So if somebody goes under or a boat goes under, we respond to those scenes also. We'll be able to, to store, properly store our dive equipment in that office. Mm-hmm. So. It's going to be great for everybody. You know, we have about 12,500 registered boats in Mark County, and that doesn't include all the transits, you know, the tourists that come in or people come up or down uh, from different yeah. counties to use our waterway. Mm-hmm. So you know there's a lot of boat traffic happening here. Wow. Um, John, I, I remember um, a couple of weeks ago, I don't remember, maybe it was even last week or week before, remember we were talking about the um, catalytic converters uh, yeah. being stolen? Well, yes. something appeared in my news feed this morning. Um, a guy out of Austin, Texas, um, looked under his car, and his catalytic converters were gone. He had four vehicles, and they stole his catalytic converters. Um, and it says in the article that the thieves can sell the parts for around 1000 bucks a pop for each one. It's They make a lot of money doing it. It's... It, it is noisy, but if your car is in more of a remote place mm-hmm. that's easy to access, they yeah. crawl up to the, cut essentially the whole muffler system out of the car, yeah. and then they extract the catalytic converter out after the fact. But it's very quick, and it's very expensive for the victim, very expensive for the victim. I know some of these bigger Ford trucks, I've talked to the owners, $8,000 to replace the whole system. Oh, Whoa. my gosh. Yeah, it's it's real money. Man, that's because, major. Um, yep. yep, I remember... I remember having just a little Chevrolet celebrity one time, and they said I needed a catalytic converter. And just for that little old car, I think it was going to cost me $500 for yep. mine. Yeah, they they are expensive units. Look, when they cut the whole system out, they're cutting the, the – I don't, I don't understand. I'm not a mechanic. So the DEF system and the catalytic converter and the muffler – so it's pricey for these. Yeah, victims. there's like a resonator, the mufflers, the piping, just all sorts of stuff. And they just, it's its literally, it's Amazing. its one cut up right by the engine. And then on the backside, it's just a couple of brackets that are holding it and snip, snip, and they're gone and they're wow. out of there. That's wild. Yep. That's very quick. And, uh, and they take a lot of money. I understand um, there's uh, something new that's going to be flying up in the air, if you could tell us a little bit about it. There is. So for the last long time... 40 years probably, we've been flying uh, 
OH-58s, which are less so, they're government-issued helicopters. So basically these helicopters flew in the 1970s, uh-huh. 1980s, and then were retired out of the Army. And then they were repurposed to our sheriff's office. And we and our guys, our mechanics and our pilots, have done a great job keeping those aircraft in the air. But the truth is the, the newest one we have is a 1972 airframe. Ooh. So wow. our our fleet, we have three helicopters currently. All three are OH-58 helicopters. The newest one is a 1972. So we've realized the need that we have to modernize and start changing those helicopters out. We took that need to the county, and the county, as part of another capital improvement project, agreed to purchase a uh, brand-new Airbus helicopter, which will be the beginning of a rotation as we rotate these older helicopters out. So right now our Airbus is sitting in Mississippi where the vendor is uh, getting the finishing touches put on there and then it's going to be moved over to California to be upfitted with a Bambi bucket. I'm not sure if you know what a Bambi bucket is, but a Bambi bucket, the buckets where our pilots can dip it down in water and then dump it on a forest fire or a brush fire. Oh, wow. Very nice. And then also a hoist system <clears throat> for rural operations where we could fly out to, say, Dupree or Lake Okeechobee or even off the ocean when our guys are certified and hoist somebody into the aircraft and save them without having to run somebody out in treacherous seas or, or get to an area where you couldn't easily access. Very cool. So it will be a state-of-the-art helicopter. We went all in, but I think at the end of the day, our residents will be far better served. It'll it'll be an asset that you know we'll use all the time, and it'll modernize our fleet tremendously. Oh, and this yeah. is brand spanking new, full warranty, of course. Brand spanking new, full warranty. You know, I'm I'm not a pilot, but everything is based on hours in the aviation world. Mm-hmm. So it's warrantied up to so many hours, right? And it's essentially has like a 10-year warranty on the on the helicopter. So are like helicopters like really a pricey item for like a police department? Is that maybe why we don't see several helicopters in in like a unit because are they, are they that pricey or something? They are uh, we have done we've run an aviation unit as cost efficiently as can be run. We all the helicopters we currently have, we got the basic frames and motors for free. And then a lot of the parts we we got off the Lesso program. But I'll tell you the manufacturer most helicopter parts, you probably don't know this, Rolls-Royce. Can you think of anything that Rolls-Royce makes that's cheap? I think right. the answer is no. no. No, they do actually jet engines. In fact, Trump on his plane has two <laughs> Rolls-Royce engines. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's so, cool. There's nothing cheap about flying helicopters, but we've done it as as cheaply as possible, but we're evolving into a new era where we're going to have to pay a lot more money to keep our aviation program in the air. The working theory is, unless you have at least two helicopters, you do not have an aviation program. And that's because helicopters have to go down for mandatory maintenance and servicing on a regular basis. That's not something where you just change your oil filter and they're flying. I mean, that's a... It's a detailed inspection. It's a detailed go over the helicopter. So while that one's down, the other one's flying. Basically, one helicopter is always down. So unless you have two, you have nothing. Mm. 
and yes, it's very expensive, and that's why either agencies don't have a program at all, or they have more than one. Yeah, and it takes a special individual to pilot a helicopter because it's not like flying a plane, because there's just one stick in a helicopter, and you're flying the helicopter basically with your feet and the stick, and that's it. You're right. I was flying with our pilot one day, and I asked him, you know, how do you, how do you fly this thing? Or what would happen, God forbid, if, if you had a heart attack or something happened to you? And he said, hold on to that, whatever it was. And I tried to fly that helicopter. Of course, he was very amused, and he was sitting right there. But I don't ever want to try that again. I'm not afraid of fly, <laughs> but I'm afraid of fly, falling out of the sky. And, uh, no, it's very complicated. The, the very neat thing we have going on at the Mark County Sheriff's Office is when the helicopter's in there, there's two people in it. There's a pilot, and then there's a tactical flight officer. Right. That flight yeah. officer is responsible for navigation, and the videos that you would see that we post of car chases or manhunts or whatever, they're in charge of running that camera system, the infrared, and the spotlight. Yeah, whenever but, I see that or hear that helicopter up above, I already, I always think there's somebody running loose and wild in my area. <laughs> yes, you do, and, and most people do. But the neat thing is when that helicopter's up, they may be looking at something a couple of miles away. Mm-hmm. They likely oh. are looking at something a couple of miles away. Yeah. Wow. Because think about it, a bad guy is not likely to move with a helicopter hovering right on top of them. That's right. <laughs> John, quick, so quick question. Um, do these helicopters have something in it to where god forbid something does happen to the pilot and or the co-pilot at the same time where they can push a button and you know how like a drone has a feature that you can hit return to home do these things have a feature in it where they can activate it to go into autopilot and it brings the helicopter back to home base automatically and lands it no, un- unfortunately, the answer is no. And you would think with drones being able to do it, you could, but our helicopters do not, and I don't know of any that do. Okay. Now, one thing I wanted to touch on real quick. Yeah. Our TFOs now are all training to be pilots themselves. So if something does happen to our pilot, the TFO, the other person in the helicopter, mm-hmm. either can fly it fully or, or they're almost pilots themselves. So we're... We're in a good position where we have two people in that helicopter that know the helicopter and can safely land it and take off if need be. Very nice. That's Major John Budenseek from the Martin County Sheriff's Office. He's on the program each and every, uh, almost every week at this time, along with the sheriff, Sheriff William Snyder, giving us an update on everything that's happening around Martin County. John, always a pleasure and one of these years, one of these days, we're going to get you back here in studio, get your smiling face back on the radio with us. Sounds good. Y'all have a good week. All right, John. Listen, regards to the family and everybody at the sheriff's office, and you take care. Thank you. All right, Thank bye-bye you. now. It's Major John Budenseek. It's time for the Precious Metals Report. It's all brought to you by our good friends at St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Gold opening up at $1,784.20 an ounce. Silver opening up $26.25 an ounce. That's the Precious Metals Report. It's all brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Jewelry and Coin. The first time I stepped into St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins, I figured it would just be one of my many stops on my road to the perfect engagement ring. My fiance means the world to me, so I wanted something extra special. 
I found a huge selection of engagement rings at great prices, and my worry about finding the perfect engagement ring was quickly replaced with exceptional customer service. St. Lucie Jewelry's over 400 five-star reviews really told the story. I finally picked a ring, and it was perfect. She was floored, and then the tears came. Hi, this is Hawk Levy, owner of St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins. We're now celebrating 26 years, voted best diamond dealers, best jewelry buyers, and best jeweler year after year. Come celebrate with us in opening our third location at 1335 St. Lucie West Boulevard. We invite you to take a tour of our competition, but then come see us last. Eight twenty-four on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's the Tuesday edition. It's time for news. Let's go to the news desk. Uh, Bonnie, stand by with the headlines. Good morning, Bonnie. Good morning, Evan. Each of the Treasure Coast three counties ranks among the top six in the state for COVID nineteen infections, stemming from one of, of two California variants. A report from the Florida Department of Health data through April fourteen shows St. Lucie County had reported twenty one cases of B point one point four two nine a strain the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention identified in California in February, along with B.1.427 and classified as a variant of concern in March. Only three counties, each with a population more than quadruple that of St. Lucie, had reported more infections. Broward, 28, Miami-Dade, 27, Hillsboro, 22. In fifth place was Lee County, with 14, Martin, Indian River, Orange, and Palm Beach tied for sixth with 10 cases each of B.1.429. A bill approved by the Florida Senate would bar social media companies from removing political candidates from their platforms, putting in place large fines for violators. Bill sponsor Ray Rodriguez. When the battle has been between a monopoly on one side and hardworking Americans on the other, the right side of history has always been on the side of the people, and it has never been on the side of the monopolies, not in this country. Opponents argue that the measure is unconstitutional. Florida's first major police reform package in years has cleared the House. WPTV's Capitol reporter Forrest Saunders has the story. Advancement of this policy is a big win for Florida's Legislative Black Caucus. Some of the members have been pushing for these changes for years. 113 yeas, zero nays, Mr. Speaker. Sure the bill passes. The policy was hammered out in the last few months in cooperation with the GOP majority and leadership following the death of George Floyd. Here are some of HB 7051's provisions. Better employment record keeping to prevent bad cops from moving from department to department. Improve use of force training for law enforcement. Limits on chokeholds. Officer intervention requirements to stop excessive force. And preventing the arrest of kids seven and younger unless they commit forcible felonies. Now, supporters call the bipartisan effort a great example of what can be accomplished when the parties work together. We know that many communities of color don't always feel that they are policed fairly. With House Bill 7051, we as a legislature can work to build that bridge. The next stop for this bill is the Senate. Members there say leadership has promised to give the policy a committee meeting to ensure it will be heard on the floor before the session wraps at the end of the week. Broad bipartisan support is again expected. One thing that isn't known is what the governor's position is on this bill, though members are hopeful he'll sign. That's the latest out here at the Capitol. I'm Forrest Saunders reporting. 
Well, lastly, SpaceX says four astronauts had barely settled into orbit Friday when they were ordered back into their spacesuits because of a potential collision with orbiting junk. It turns out there was no object and no threat. The U.S. Space Command acknowledged Monday the false alarm is under review. Astronauts typically get a fair amount of advance notice of potential close calls. The astronauts had practiced dodging many times before flight, according to NASA spokesman Kelly Humphreys. Just because the Green Bay Packers haven't restructured or extended Aaron Rodgers' contract does not mean they won't in the coming days either before this week's draft or in the coming months before the season starts. That's where General Manager Brian Gutenkust left things on Monday. Gutenkust and salary cap guru Russ Ball have spent the winter and spring reworking deals in order to create salary cap space to resign running back Aaron Jones, who would have been one of the marquee free agents and keep much of the team together that played in the NFC championship game for the second straight season. But they have not touched Rogers' contract yet. Rogers has no more guaranteed money left on the $134 million extension he signed in 2018, and that runs through the 2023 season. News time is 829. We'll have weather and traffic together next. This will be another El Nino year, although a weaker one. So if you incurred roof damage in the last two years, Code Red Roofers is there to help you with all of your roofing needs. Code Red Roofers, the roofers who respond 24-7. And there are flexible payment options for metal, tile, shingle, or flat roofs. Code Red Roofers, say habla espanol. Code Red Roofers, 844-4-CODE-RED. That's 844-4-CODE-RED. Eight twenty nine on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. It's all brought to you by Code Red Roofers. Bonnie? Well, everything is looking clear at the moment. The turnpike looks good, and I-95 uh, moving smoothly right now on a Tuesday morning. No tie-ups or accidents. There is your latest traffic. 74 in Palm City. It's also 74 degrees in Port St. Lucie. And here's our forecast from WPTV. Happy Tuesday, sunshines. It is a pleasant, moonlit morning in South Florida with temperatures starting off in the low to mid-70s under partly cloudy skies. This afternoon, highs in the low 80s, mostly sunny skies and a bit breezy at times. Tomorrow, another day with seasonable temperatures, highs in the low 80s, feeling comfortable with low humidity and sunny skies. Thursday, slightly warmer with highs reaching the mid-80s and some showers possible throughout the day. By Friday, highs reach the upper 80s, some late-day isolated showers and storms possible. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. Insurance Group. We are a local independent insurance agency located right here on the Treasure Coast. I've been a resident here for 34 years and have helped thousands of clients with their insurance planning needs. We specialize in life, health, and Medicare insurance planning. Don't travel the road alone. Let us be your guide. 
We are the Owen Insurance Group. Contact us today at 772-210-1020 or visit our website at oweninsurancegroup.net. No hype, just facts. I'm Casey, and I invite you to tune into the Casey Ingram Show at my new time, Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Hear from community leaders, learn about some of our great nonprofit organizations, get the latest updates from our elected officials, and meet the candidates. Even rock and roll legends have joined the show from time to time. I'm conservative but not divisive, bringing you the talk of the community. It is a fun and interesting hour beginning at 10 a.m. every Wednesday on WSTU AM 1450 and Facebook Live at the Casey Ingram Show. Unfortunately, in today's litigious society, too many Americans fail to have an effective estate plan and asset protection strategy. I'm attorney T.J. Heineman, and I've been counseling families, businesses, and executives for 20 years. I can help you preserve your wealth, safeguard your assets, and protect your family. My law firm specializes in estate planning and administration, asset protection, corporate law, and real estate. For a free copy of my family estate planning survival guide or a free consultation in my Palm City office, call me, T.J. Heineman, at 888-5667. You're listening to the biggest little radio show on the biggest little planet, the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. Time now is 8.32 on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. Without further ado, here's Randy Siegel with a space report. Good morning, Randy. Good morning to you, sir. Well, talk about your rocket launches. Boy, do we have a bunch of them for you. Yesterday, from the Vajni Space Center in eastern Russia... A Soyuz 21A launch vehicle placed into orbit additional Starlink satellites. That launch went exactly as planned, and another 36 Starlink satellites are now in orbit. From the Cape yesterday, NASA, I'm sorry, from Vandenberg Air Force Base in California yesterday, the United Launch Alliance Delta IV Heavy rocket took flight from their Launch Complex 6. The flight of the NRO-82 is a classified national security mission, and it marked United Launch Alliance's first launch of the year. It was highly successful, and it placed a new reconnaissance satellite into orbit. The astronauts on board the International Space Station are gearing up for coming home. However, That coming home has been delayed several days due to weather. Crew 1 Commander Mike Hopkins, Victor Glover, Shannon Walker, and Sochi Noguchi had a conference with the managers on Earth and made the decision due to bad weather in the Gulf of Mexico to delay their landing. The landing is now scheduled to take place on Saturday. That's when astronauts will come home from the International Space Station. The newest crew members for Crew 2 are working on board the station and getting used to life and weightlessness. Shane Kimbrough, Megan MacArthur, Thomas Pasqua from Europe, and Aki Hoshide from the Japanese Space Agency docked their spacecraft to the International Space Station, and they're beginning to work on board the station. The SpaceX team has elected to have astronauts put on their pressure suits yesterday when they thought that there was going to be a potential collision that could take place with the International Space Station. 
as it turns out, that foreign debris did not endanger the station, and the astronauts got out of their flight suits. Station commander Shannon Walker will hand over station controls and turn the keys literally over to Hoshide this afternoon at 1.25 p.m., when Hoshide will assume command of Expedition 65 during the change of command ceremony, and NASA will have that for you live on NASA TV. The spacecraft that brought astronauts into orbit, carrying Mark Vanderhee, who had previously served on board the station with Oleg Novitsky and Peter Dubrov, has started all the work they can handle on board the station. They're servicing combustion research gear, transferring biological samples into science freezers, and examining other experiments supporting pharmaceutical and biotechnology industries that could help here on Earth. A Russian cargo ship, Progress 75, is due to depart the Zvezda service module this evening at 7-11, and it will complete a one-year stay attached to the space station, and then will meet a fiery destruction over the Pacific Ocean. NASA is targeting Saturday for the return of the Crew-1 back to Earth. They will undock at 5.55 p.m. Saturday evening, and then they will land in the Gulf of Mexico off of Panama City on Saturday. Everything looks good now, even though the weather had been bad and has caused this particular problem. We also know that China has launched this morning a pair of satellites that will help in either space mining or to deorbit debris that is currently in orbit around the Earth. One of the spacecrafts is carrying a large net, which they hope to put over a piece of space debris and then bring it into the Earth's atmosphere to blow up, to burn up. So China is saying that we may be orbiting a lot of satellites and doing a lot more in space. We also want to protect the environment. Elon Musk yesterday had a static firing of serial number 15, serial number 15, on his prototype Starship, is now ready, according to Musk, to make a flight to about five to nine miles altitude. He says that the spacecraft has had substantial upgrades, and he believes that with a successful static firing being completed on the first try, with no hitches and no problems, that he is now ready to fly up to around nine to ten miles, have it go vertical, flip over, and then land. Musk is hoping that they will not have an explosion that took place similar to the one the last time they did this maneuver using a starship. Russia also said that Russian cosmonauts will only fly on American ships that have an exchange border with Russia that their cosmonauts will not be allowed to start flying commercial vehicles 
unless there is some formal agreement that is agreed to between the U.S. and Russia, where the United States would fly astronauts on one of their ships, and in return they would fly an astronaut on an American vehicle. Russia has been making money when they fly American astronauts on Soyuz spacecrafts before America returned to space this year in having their own launches from American vehicles from America. Astronauts who are returning from the International Space Station can expect to receive a coronavirus vaccine seven to ten days after they return to Earth. Doctors said that they will receive the vaccine once they've returned home. The American astronauts, when they land in Kazakhstan, will be taken back to Houston. The Russian cosmonauts will go back to Star City. It's at that point that they intend to vaccinate the astronauts against the coronavirus. On Mars, the Ingenuity helicopter continues to perform in high-altitude tests. It's amazing that we've been able to get so many flights out of the Ingenuity spacecraft, and NASA is not done with it yet. Tomorrow we're going to tell you about a Russian space station and India spending money on a communications satellite for future. So until then, have a great day. Everybody. Thank you very much. That's Randy Siegel on the program each and every weekday morning at around 8.30 or so, giving us the latest and greatest on what's happening, all things NASA. Time to take a trip just across the railroad tracks, down the street, and up the road to Ellie's Downtown Deli. Gosh, one of my favorite places to... To go for lunch, Bonnie. Yeah, it's kind of like relaxing too, Evan, when you can sit outside on the patio at Ellie's Deli for lunch and maybe while enjoying triple sliders today. You get three potato slider buns filled with tuna salad, chicken salad, and egg salad Mm, topped with lettuce and tomato. You know, a fresh hot bowl of soup would go great with these sliders today. Mm -hmm. Maybe enjoy some Ellie's Cobb salad. You get a bed of fresh mixed greens topped with oven-roasted chicken, crumbled bacon, cucumber, sprouts, avocado, hard-boiled egg, tomatoes, shredded cheddar, crumbled blue cheese, and served with a dressing of your choice. And when you're at the patio, maybe a, a glass of beer or wine with your lunch would go quite well. Ellie's Downtown Deli in Stewart now has their patio back open, plus they're at 50% dining inside with a full menu for pickup or delivery. Ellie's also has full dinners available for takeout, plus their fabulous desserts as well. Call 772-781-6605 to order and pick up today. Located at 18 Southeast 6th Street, just off Colorado and Stewart, call 772-781-6605. Ellie's Downtown Deli in Stewart. 843 right now on the Get Up and Go Show. It's time for news, all brought to you by our good friends at St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin for the best deals in town on any type of precious metals. It's St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Stop in and say hello to Hawk Levy. Here's Bonnie with the headlines. Good morning, Bonnie. Good morning. Once again, 500 new jobs could be coming to Port St. Lucie. WPTV's Derek Lowe has details. 
500 new jobs could be coming to the city of Port St. Lucie. On Monday, city officials unanimously approved plans for a new distribution center, one calling for more than 1 million square feet. It seems like Port St. Lucie is active in always trying to get someone to come here, someone larger to bring their facilities here. But just who will fill the 110-acre space off of Midway Road and I-95 still remains a mystery, one that could continue for weeks. City officials say they hope to announce a tenant in June. To the residents at home, sharpen your pencils, get your resumes. If you're one of the 77,000 people leaving St. Lucie County, we're going to turn you around because we want you to work here. The facility will have 98 loading bays for trucks and 1,000 parking spaces for employees. I think some people will really be scared of that much traffic on Midway that's already sort of jammed up and others will just be all about the growth. A project in the works for years, according to the city's mayor. He says this is another step in making Port St. Lucie a great place to live and work. Port St. Lucie's growing and everything's going west. So, In Port St. Lucie, I'm Derek Lowe, WPTV News Channel 5. University of California, San Francisco officials say a man in his 30s is recuperating after developing a rare blood clot in his leg within two weeks of receiving the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. As of Friday, the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention had reported the condition in 15 people, all women, after 8 million doses were administered nationally. Three of the women previously identified died and seven remain hospitalized. The Port St. Lucie Police Department showed off one of its new drones on Monday to help keep the public safe and serve the community. WPTV's John Shaman has this. Officer Matt Reynolds prepares for flight Monday, but he won't be leaving the ground. His new drone will. This state-of-the-art high flyer is the latest addition to the Port St. Lucie Police Department. We deploy them all the time for missing persons. We deploy them uh, you know, Alzheimer's patients, kids, whoever's getting out. Um, we deploy them to follow and track with our canine teams as uh, if there's a, an in-progress crime. Officer Reynolds says there are restrictions on how, where, and when the drones can be deployed, but they can be used in conjunction with a police helicopter when minutes count. By the time we establish that we need the air unit and then he gets down here, it could be 30 35 minutes. By that time, I could be done with one battery. The quality of the video captured is also far superior to the older drones, which often lack definition. Better video can lead to better outcomes if engaging a suspect. You could almost see that maybe they have a weapon in their hand or they have um, a baseball bat or a fishing pole or whatever it may be. Drones, not the only new technology coming to the Port St. Lucie Police Department. Also on the agenda, body cameras. It's time. Time to, time to move forward. Time, time to embrace the technology. Police Chief John Boldock is planning to outfit all 261 sworn officers by October 1st with a trial period this summer. It's become the new standard in, in law enforcement. It, it's become something that the public expects. It's become a measuring stick for transparency. The department requesting an initial $780,000 investment from the city so it can add technology worn on the ground with the new high-tech measures in the air. In Port St. Lucie, John Shaman, WPTV, News Channel 5. The first results of the 2020 U.S. Census were released on Monday, and Florida is gaining a seat in the House of Representatives. Based on census figures tabulated last year, Florida saw enough growth to gain one more congressional seat. This brings Florida to a total of 28 seats in the House. The Sunshine State will have the third most representatives in the House, only trailing California and Texas. 
Well, lastly, a Stewart woman won half a million dollars from a $5 scratch-off ticket bought at a convenience store in Palm Beach County. Florida Lottery announced the Pay Me scratch-off game win on Monday night. Yadira Ruitz, age 29, claimed the prize from a ticket bought at C&K Food Mart in Lake Worth. If he makes the Kansas City Chiefs roster to begin this season, tight end Sean Culkin will be the first NFL player to convert all of his salary to Bitcoin. Culkin would be paid his $920,000 salary by the Chiefs in U.S. dollars, but in turn will convert it to Bitcoin. News time is 848. We'll have weather and traffic together next. stepped into St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins, I figured it would just be one of my many stops on my road to the perfect engagement ring. My fiancé means the world to me, so I wanted something extra special. I found a huge selection of engagement rings at great prices, and my worry about finding the perfect engagement ring was quickly replaced with exceptional customer service. St. Lucie Jewelry's over 400 five-star reviews really told the story. I finally picked a ring, and it was perfect. She was floored. And then the tears came. Hi, this is Hawk Levy, owner of St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins. We're now celebrating 26 years. Voted best diamond dealers, best jewelry buyers, and best jeweler year after year. Come celebrate with us in opening our third location at 1335 St. Lucie West Boulevard. We invite you to take a tour of our competition, but then come see us last. right now on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for Traffic and Weather Together, all brought to you by us. And Code Red Roofers. Code Red Roofers, yes. From time to time. Sorry, I zoned out there for a minute. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) And we thank Code Red Roofers, too, for sponsoring. And, you know, out on the roads right now, it's a nice ride on a Tuesday morning. The outlook for US-1, you're looking good if you're traveling. And out on the major highways, our Turnpike I-95 looking good as well this morning. There's your latest look at traffic. And we have 74 in Stewart and in Beverly, Yorkshire, England. It's 49 degrees. Here's our weather at WPTV. Happy Tuesday, sunshines. It is a pleasant, moonlit morning in South Florida with temperatures starting off in the low to mid-70s under partly cloudy skies. This afternoon, highs in the low 80s, mostly sunny skies and a bit breezy at times. Tomorrow, another day with seasonable temperatures, highs in the low 80s, feeling comfortable with low humidity and sunny skies. Thursday, slightly warmer with highs reaching the mid-80s and some showers possible throughout the day. By Friday, highs reach the upper 80s, some late-day isolated showers and storms possible. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. Professionals at Mark Breckville Certified Public Accountants are proud to sponsor Treasure Coast Solutions, a community service program designed to provide information you can use, a local perspective on national issues, local solutions to meet your individual concerns. At our firm, we believe that information is knowledge, and with knowledge comes the power to have a positive impact on our lives 
businesses, schools, and community. If you would like one of our professionals to address your personal financial or business concerns, please give us a call to set up an appointment at 220-3380. With any business, the most valuable asset are the people and the teams, no matter how small or large the organization. Hi, I'm Catherine Colhane, Associate Director for the Florida SBDC at Indian River State College. Let us help your organization turbocharge your team. As a certified driving forces analyst, I will help management work more effectively with your people, increase and improve communication, reduce conflict and stress, better understand strengths and weaknesses so that your people are properly aligned in their jobs. Hire the right people. Let the Florida SBDC at IRSC transform your company using a customized assessment system, knowledge, and resources. Grow and accelerate your organization by turbocharging your team. To get started, contact the Florida SBDC at IRSC. For confidential one-on-one -on -one business consulting at no cost, contact the Florida SBDC at IRSC at 336-6285. Online at irscbiz.com. Hi, this is Denny Artachi, host of the Today with Denny show, where we talk about financial and healthy well-being from a common sense perspective. This is a show where we cover what's on your mind, like local, world, and entertainment news. So tune in, have fun, share your story Thursday mornings from 9 to 10 a.m. on WSTU 1450 AM radio. Are you looking for your dream home? I am Eileen Simons, a licensed realtor with EXP Realty. My team and I can help you find your dream home on the Treasure Coast and beyond. I bring 20-plus years' experience with the residential real estate market, helping both buyers and sellers achieve their dreams. Call or text me at 772-200-5105 or visit our website at mydreamhomeusa.com. If you have a suggestion for the show, we would love to hear from you. Send us an email to WSTUMorningShow at gmail.com. Now let's get back to the Get Up and Go Show. Here's Evan and Bonnie. 8.53 on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie, and uh, we've got a lot happening around here. We're in the final couple of minutes of the program, Bonnie, doing uh, what we do best, and that's entertaining people. We have a phone call. Let's go to the phones right now. Hi, good morning. You're on the air. Good morning. How you guys doing? Oh, it's the old man down the road, Bonnie. Good morning. Where are you this and morning? Where do we find you at today? Well, we're still stuck in tight squeezers and you couldn't get out. <laughs> when, where, where exactly are you again? Tight Squeeze, Virginia. Tight Squeeze, Virginia. Is there such a town, Bonnie? There is. Is Tight Squeeze, Virginia? I did look it up and yes, there is, there is actually a town. What's the population? Three? I would have to ask the old man. Old man, what's the population there in Tight Squeeze, Virginia? Right now, it's just Bonnie and I because we can't get out. <laughs> oh, okay. You mean Edna, not Bonnie. Bonnie's here with me. Oh, oh, that's right. Oh, my goodness. Where am I at today? I just, I just squeezing us too much. My brain's about to pop. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. And how's Edna doing? Uh, how's traveling around? Where, where are you guys planning on going, if you don't mind me asking? We're just, we're, we're just, well, you, you really want to know? There's a place that has palm trees and, you know, 
A dog named Kaya. Oh, no. <laughs> coming to visit me. Oh, no. This is not good, Bonnie. <laughs> this is like not good. I have a vacation coming up soon, don't I, Bonnie? <laughs> when they left that, when they left in their Winnebago last time, was there like a leak? Was there like a, a leaky film on your driveway that they no, left? No, but they ruined my grass. Oh. The, the Winnebago kind of tore my grass up. Yeah. Um, and I had to repair some of my sprinklers because of the uh, Winnebago. Well, you'll probably have to find a nice park for them to, to drive to and, gonna, and hook up to. We're going to stay in the mountains right now because it's absolutely gorgeous up here. Oh, my goodness. Oh, okay. What's temperature like right now? Well, right now it's uh, it's in the high 60s, and we're going to get into the 80s today. Oh, okay. All right. Very nice. Very nice. Very nice. All right. And uh, well, have you gone to any Amish markets lately anywhere or anything like that in your travels? Oh, oh yeah. They're they're opening up and they're, uh, we're getting ready to get our strawberries, you know. So. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Very good. Very good. All right. We'll give Edna our best and, uh, you know, you take care and enjoy your uh, time as you're uh, going around the country. The weather's nice. So enjoy this uh, wonderful weather that uh, we all live for down here in Florida where the people up north are very jealous about, especially during the wintertime. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, we're going we're gonna to do our traveling. Uh, it looks like uh, it's going to be a long haul, but uh, we love this country. We love to see the scenery. All right, well, it, you... is, it is a beautiful country from sea to, to shining sea, for sure. isn't it, old man? Yeah, we sure. Once we get out of Tight Squeeze, Virginia, we're on our way. <laughs> All right. So what, what's the next city you're going to after Tight Squeeze, Virginia? Well, we're we're going to try to figure that out. You know, we're going to look on the we're going to look on the map here. You know, maybe they have the a old style map. You know, you got Tight Squeeze, Virginia. Maybe they have a lucid up Louisiana or something like that. Who knows? Uh, well, uh, there's some places here in Virginia still that have some funny names, but. We're gonna go. We're gonna start looking at some of the weird names and travel those places and see what they're all about. All right, very good. All right, old man. Well, thanks so much for checking in, and we'll speak to all you right. soon. Have a great day. That's the old man down the road. The guy's been following me for. Let me see how many years I've been in radio. He's at like least. your number one fan. Oh my gosh! Every single radio station I've ever been to. This guy has been following me everywhere. He likes to listen to you, and actually, he loves to converse with you too, Evan. Man, so, thank yeah. God. <laughs> well, I can't complain. It's, at least somebody likes me. Hey, we got some good news. Some All right, good what do we news. got? We have more confidence in the economy for the first time as Americans. Thank God. So, like, um, I'm glad we can maybe just end the last few minutes of the show on that positive note. Now, um, the first uh, level of confidence since the pandemic hit, according to a new Gallup poll, our confidence level is now a plus two. Yay! And, you know, it doesn't sound like a whole heck of a lot, but Evan, uh, actually, which means people are slightly more positive than negative. You see, a year ago, it was a minus 33. Mm-hmm. We were feeling way down under. Gosh, last year at this time, we were like walking on eggshells, right? if you remember correctly. We right? were just, we were so, we were walking on eggshells a year ago, like, at this time, if I remember with all the crap right, going on, if I remember right, I think I was still at home, you know, just coming to this radio show, mm-hmm. and kind of like the rest of the days were at home in quarantine. Yeah, last you, year, massage at this time. shut down. It was just radio and home, radio, home, radio, home, and I did the same thing. And we were left wondering. Yeah, but now 
we're just seeing all these cars on the road in yeah. Martin County and yeah, St. Lucie nice. County and people getting back to work, going out to eat, going to restaurants. Yeah. The positivity note is getting higher. It definitely is, folks. Remember, if you have good values on the inside, you won't look for validation on the outside. Enjoy your day and stay that way. Stay positive, please. Have a great day, folks. Uh, enjoy your day. As Bonnie says, we'll be back in about 21 more hours. All right, the show is over. This isn't over. This isn't over by a long shot. It's over when I say it's over. Okay, the show's over. So what, that means the show's over? Yep. Okay. Take care. See you soon. That's right. See you soon, folks. We'll see you back here tomorrow morning, bright and early, 6 a.m. Get Up and Go Show. Bye-bye for now.